In the criminal justice system, conspiracy-based offenses are considered especially heinous. In Kadesh City, the dedicated detectives who investigate these cybercrimes are members of an elite unit known as Psycho Squad. These are their stories. headquarters in Lower Kadesh, Captain Hannibal DeWitt's office. Well, I think I can uh, skip out on some of the more detailed bits. You're going to have a lot of questions when we go through this. Write them down, because we'll never get through it if you keep asking questions. The insanity you're seeing is caused by, I guess I'd call it a weapon. It's a crystal. The crystal has to be contained in some sort of apparatus or else this happens to the people around it. The closer you are to it, the worse the effects are. So that this, this crystal is out there somewhere in the open, causing the people nearby to go insane. Untreated, it probably kills you. I mean, everyone we saw that didn't get treated died. And it just gets worse over time, even when you're away from it. He folds his hands together and says, I am not going to just buy into what you're selling because you happen to have predicted that a bunch of crazy people are going to be rambling incoherently, but you have shown me enough to spark my interest. I'm going to meet you halfway and you're going to have to do the same. And he pulls out a little PDA. He hits some buttons on it and he kind of swipes forward and says, I'm giving you access to this case. That means you'll have the clearance you need to perform your own investigation, enter homes, collect evidence, interview witnesses, that sort of thing. You want to convince me you're telling the truth? Put in the effort to prove yourselves. Your case is only going to be as strong as you make it. Dismissed. Without the crystal itself, how are we going to prove anything? He looks at me and says, be creative. Look, can we... You're going to have to meet me halfway, Landris. Certainly, you must admit how crazy this sounds. Any more crazy than what's happening out there right now? Any of my other fellow officers would call me crazy for giving you even this chance. Don't squander it. Yes, sir. Go around collect evidence that it's true, that what you're saying is true, and if the evidence you collect match up to what you're telling me now... Then we can move forward from there. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. The last person that kicked us out, letting us do the job halfway, made us lose Alarak. We're going to lose a lot more than one person. Then don't half-ass this job. And he gestures to the door and he starts pulling out different paperwork. And he does that thing like Willy Wonka does where he, like, he completes you, ignores you. Like, good day, sir. And, like it's just focusing on whatever he's doing. <laughs> I put the gobstopper on his desk. <laughs> Landers, you've, you've done it. <laughs> I like... All of this is yours. <laughs> Get in this elevator. I walk out the door. Yeah. As soon as the door shuts, I say, Landris. What? We're freaking detectives. And I hold up my hand to high paw you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know why you're so excited about it. I don't leave me hanging, him. man. High five him. No, you high paw him. Oh, my goodness. We <laughs> freaking de- detectives. I'll be more excited when I outrank Lang. You already outranked me, Seven. <laughs> How could we possibly prove? I really can't tell you, but we gotta go out there and see. We gotta figure this out. Can we 
We can't take everybody down to to the ocean. I mean, that place is probably blown up. It's probably destroyed to bits. I'm, I'm, I'm sure even the caretaker can't fix all that. I mean, we almost died curing ourselves. What is a normal person going to do that's not been fighting for their lives for the past months? Isn't trained in combat? Isn't ready to face that world? Are we immune to it? I, I, I mean, are we sure that we won't be affected? Because we're going to have to go down there around that area to to investigate, right? If you two are, I sure as heck aren't. It's, mm, yeah. it's a worth the risk. We can't take Kentaro. I, wh- what are we supposed to do? I mean, I really don't... Where do we start? If if we can get, like, a, a heat map of, like, when people start going crazy, where, where when is it most... When did it happen first? Where is it most severe? Maybe we can figure out where the crystal is and we can just send drones like Bird in to get it. We're going to need something a little bit more than Bird or upgrade Bird or something. I mean, he's been great, but he pretty much just stops people from hitting us. I think that's step one. We can at least maybe localize where the crystal is. Yeah, we need to do do that. So uh, we setting up base in your, your place or mine? Base? Yeah, you know, we got to go get like cork boards and... and <laughs> whiteboards and stuff and, and start having little thread and, and pins stuck with pictures of, of everything <laughs> with a map of Kadesh and, and uh, I mean you've seen that right that's what yes I, I, I know what you're referring to I feel like it's not needed the procedurals you know oh we so one of us got to do the zing do the what do the zing you know we have to say something like uh something catchy right right before you know right before what the theme <laughs> Okay, let's go. Really, we got. Do we have access to like the evidence files on this? He's giving you access now in your personal, uh, your PDA, so you can access different files and things that were related to the case or cases. Oh, do we have our our own PDAs? Yeah, I'm gonna say why not. Sweet. I think it's like cell phones nowadays, where everyone has to have one. It's like pretty much part of society. What's that on your on your wallpaper? Your background? What are you and Kentaro doing? Hey, nothing. Uh, I guess we should find out where did it happen first. You look through the reports, and it happened on a, a citizen in East Kadesh. A woman named Sonia. Blade? No, oh. not Blade. Just Sonia. <laughs> Shock full of references today, aren't we? Where's my pen? I have. I actually do have a little coil notebook that I'm going to be writing down all our clues in. So it was uh, East Kadesh, you said? Yep, East Kadesh gives you an address. A woman named Sonia had uh, was arrested for manic behavior, and she is now confined. And where was the last one? The most recent report is actually several reports kind of spreading towards Southeast Kadesh. Okay. Uh-huh. And where are the most dramatic things happening? Because we saw when Dr. DeSocio was uh, directly adjacent to it, he killed himself near immediately. This is the strangeness of it. No case seems to be severely more dramatic than the other. While they do vary, there is no one or group of cases you can find where like, oh, they went bonkers and they murdered their whole family and then they cut their head open with a pencil. It does vary, but there's no pattern. There's no like it varies in the spot, kind of spreads out, becomes less varied. It seems to be spotted all over. What's the symptoms? Symptoms are manic behavior and maybe like it gives you like potential like 85% of cases. The word Willoughby comes up. Sometimes location, sometimes a vehicle, sometimes a name. How many um, are like painting the upside down tree or doing having that picture? Uh, as you kind of look that up, you see that maybe 10% of people start drawing that. 
However, you do see when you search that, there's a bunch of reports that are unrelated to the case of that symbol. Oh, really? Those reports generally are indicating graffiti popping up all over the place. And, as you suspect, in East Kadesh. Oh, so, so we can connect that, those reports. You can connect it, yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's not okay. connected in the report. Okay, because when you said that, I was thinking, well, what? So that's something totally different. But, um, okay. No, I'm going to be speaking with what, from what they know. You're asking me what are in these reports. Right, 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 right. The people that draw the upside down tree, the ones that were caught at least, where do they come from? Or where were they local to? East Kadesh. Okay, so we know it's in the east. Uh, but I'm trying to see, like, I'm trying to get an epicenter for this thing. And I'm assuming that the people who are drawing it are the people who saw it, so they're probably closer right. to the epicenter, quote-unquote. This this is the thing that's hitting against your convention of thinking. There is no epicenter. There, the reports that are indicated are all in East Kadesh, but they do not come from a center spot and spread out. They're kind of varied. And then as time goes on, it just kind of fills in. You think it's moving, Vic? <sighs> it's possible, but we also don't... Well, hold on. We were the only two affected at the at the the base or whatever the the AAA base. Yeah. Because we were apparently sleeping right over where that where it was, right? Yeah. Booker didn't get affected. It was just us two. Mm, Booker was in our room. He was close by. Mm, I, I don't know where you're going with this. I'm just trying to figure out how how it could be spreading that quick. I mean, it it must be moving. We don't know the range of it, is what I'm saying. All right, so if it's moving, we, someone can't be carrying it, right? So something has to be moving that it's on. Maybe it's like stuck to the bottom of a tram or something. Uh, we can look at the tram route, see what if, if it's going around that. It might not even be stuck to the bottom. It might just be in one of the compartments or something. Yeah. I'm going to see if any tram route coincides with the lack of pattern, quote unquote, we're seeing. You find that there is no pattern as you're expressing here. But there is one thing you do see is that there is a, a sort of tram system. When you're looking at the tram map, it divvies the city up into sort of districts. Mm-hmm. And you find that the district that this one tram has to go on to, just because that's the mapping of it, all the cases of mania occur in that district. Hmm. And I assume also the people who are on that tram or took that tram at some point. That's unclear. You don't have enough info about that. Mm-hmm. Put it this way, there's no really reports of it outside of East Kadesh. Well, that's good that it's it's localized. Uh, can we get a generic name to that tram? Uh, sure. It is tram A32. Well, I guess it would be like a system of several trams. Like, you know, the red tram. That sort of thing. The red yes. line. They'll <laughs> call it the red line. How's that? Maybe it's an event bot on the tram. Oh, could be. It could be anything, though. I mean, uh, we're going to have to go there and, and, and look around. But we can't take Kentaro. We don't even know if we can take ourselves. Ooh, I can be the guy at home base with, like, the headphones and being, like, be like, look this up, and I'll be like, here it is. You know, like in the movies. Yeah, but you need to be, like, quirky. I'm not quirky enough for you? Uh, I don't know. You need to have some kind of He takes off his helmet and stares at you with his earless head. Okay, yeah, you're quirky. Never mind. (laughs) Maybe you should go, like, shave or something. (laughs) (laughs) Can you wear earphones? Wouldn't that hurt? All right, you two. All right, jokes jokes all around. Ha, ha, ha. Why don't you guys get going? <laughs> You're the one to remove the helmet. Yeah, we, we need to get going. First things first, uh, we need to go by the store. Um, well, I'm going to drop this off to Lang, and I hold up the other PDA. Why? I, it, it's, <laughs> I don't know why that was funny, but just the silence then. Why? It, it's his. Can I ask him a few things? Like, why he gave it to us? He didn't really seem... Who? Okay, yeah, that's fine. Okay, thanks for the, your permission, Dad. You're welcome, son. Oh, by the way, we need to talk about something. Your mom's been wanting us to have a talk. 
She says it's it's time for us to have to talk. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go run to the store. I'll be back. Hey, pick me up some uh, blue dye. For for what? Uh, do you get to ask questions? Okay, yeah, fine. I'll get blue dye. Whatever. I'm gonna go try and find Lang's desk again. Okay, you see, he's there and he's he's typing away on his computer and he's looking at a file and keep like typing. I walk up and kind of slide the his PDA over to him. Hey, I didn't know you liked to read a uh, fiction. He looks up at you. Well, if it ain't one of the wits boys from Psycho Squad, what's this you got for me? A present? And he picks it up. Where'd you get this? Is that a... You, you left it. I left it where? In your locker. Oh, uh, well, geez. Thanks for waiting this long to give it back to me. So you seem like a busy guy. He kind of, like, looks at it and, and is, is poking through it. So what? There's some joke here now? I'm the monkey? You delete all my files and lift a virus on it? No, not not at all. Kind of raises an eyebrow at you. I was just trying to be nice, but whatever. I guess I'll go. Yeah. Best you get going. Tell your little master I said hi. How's that leash feel? <laughs> And he kind of like kind of pulls on the collar of his shirt. You still detective, right? He kind of like he narrows his eyes at you. Oh, me too. Me too. Yeah, we just got promoted. We're on the big investigation. Yeah. Well, what do you investigate? The entirety of East Kandesh. <laughs> All right. Well, have fun with that. I'll be over here doing real police work. Uh huh. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm done with this. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Freaking psycho squad. That didn't go as planned. <laughs> Okay, I, I come back after a little bit, and I have a uh, trench coat and a fedora. Nice. I am wearing it. <laughs> hey, I got you something. Uh, I hand you the, the blue dye. Thank, uh, thank I you. I also got you this, and I hold out a deerstalker hat. Dark gray. <laughs> and a pipe? And a pipe. <laughs> Wait, I, I don't know that reference, deerstalker. Sure, deer Sherlock Holmes is hat. <laughs> Are you, really? Seriously. Oh, maybe it'll protect our brains from the harmful insanity rays. Put it on. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna, um, stop to uh, identify Tar's body. I don't know if they put a name to it yet. Oh, uh, okay. I'll go with you. Yeah. Gonna go to the, uh, I guess, morgue? Can I help you? Uh, yeah, we're here to identify a body. Yeah, which one? I give him the report number from the one I was looking at yesterday. Oh, that body's already been through here. It's already gone? Oh, yeah, it's gone and sent. If it's not on the bottom of the ocean, it's on a boat on the way to go there. Well, did, what is, did you get a name? Was his family notified? Uh, I don't know, man. Let me look. Are you family? Kinda. He's like looking through it. No, no next to kin could be found. Listen, between you and me, they don't put a lot of effort into these things anyway. Especially when it's people that no one cares about. <laughs> well, people cared about him. Okay, sorry. People that the police department don't care about. Can we can we see his things just to make sure? His personal effects? Yes. <sighs> Let me see. No personal effects were filed. Apparently. Oh, they got him out of a a, a vertebrate wreck. Of course, there's nothing with him. Looks like uh no, there's one item. Let me go get it. He gets up and kind of writes something down on the computer and hands it back to you. All right, here. You go to this in the archives and they'll hand it to you. Was lost part of an investigation or given the next to kin. All right, thanks. Gonna go do that. They ask you, is this part of an investigation? Are you next to kin? Yes. They, they ask me both and I just say yes. <laughs> okay. He pulls through and, he, and you see, he pulls out this like very small manila, manila envelope and ting, 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 ting. Out comes his nose ring. Uh, one no call nose ring. Kind of take it in my hand and stare at it. What are you gonna do with that? Uh, th th this will help the in investigation. Thank you. Uh, just sign it out here. Sure. Spencer. <laughs> yeah, if you sign Spencer, it's gonna reject it. It's he's gonna use your psycho squad. I know, Lanners. Lanners. Let's go. Yeah. So, uh, are we drawing straws for this or what? For what? The nose have... ring? No. <laughs> no, that's mine. Oh yeah, I was about to say that. That's yours. I don't. <laughs> I don't want a booger ring. To see if whether or not we can approach the crystal. 
I'll do it. Well, that, was, that was a little easier than I expected. Are you sure? I don't want to fight. If we don't got to fight, we just talk about it. Why don't we just go together? That's, that's not like the best idea. Yeah, it's cute, but not practical. But we've been through it together already. You know, I let's just get closer and then we'll decide what we're going to do. Like if we go in together, we better make sure that we're ready. Because we almost didn't come out last time and we can't come out until we find it. All right, what do we, what do, we do? What's your plan? I mean, I'm not saying I have a plan. I'm saying that you better, if you better hang out with Sarah first, we might not come out of East Kadesh. At least not ourselves. Okay. Yeah, we'll do a little bit more research on this. I want to rain on this very logical and reasoned parade, Kentaro says. But I got a whole, he holds up his PDA, a whole list here of cops that investigated and aren't going crazy. Wait, really? Yeah. Look at these guys that wrote these reports, and none of these guys are on leave. Well, except this guy, but it's completely unrelated. What's he on leave? Uh, he kept drawing the Confederate flag, and it's real faux pas right now, and he just kept saying, oh, death to America. It's just, it's a complicated mess we don't want to talk about. What's America? <laughs> oh, uh. Wait, 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 wait. There maybe time's another factor we're not considering. That's maybe true. he didn't go in at the time it was open. Maybe someone's opening and closing it. I don't know. How are we going to narrow down what time these people are being affected? Do we have the times those people, those cops went on an investigation? You have the times and you can find no consistency or correlation to specific times. Aside from obviously the point, there's a point where it started. I just think there's only going to be so much we can do by reading reports. We're going to have to actually go down there and, and interview people and, and actually look around. Do, you know, investigation. Maybe it's weakening. Airing it out was supposed to fix it, so maybe it's just losing power over time. It took us a while before we started really going crazy, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe that's what's going on. Maybe it was only open once or a few times, and now it's it hasn't been open, you know? And people are just now reacting to it. How long has it been since Booker left? I don't know, has it been like a week? Two max? It's gotta be a, less than two weeks. Boy, they acted on that quick. Does that mean you're coming with us, I say to Kentaro? He kind of twists his whiskers. Yeah, yeah, it does. You sure? Hey, listen, if you go crazy and he puts a hand on your shoulder, I want to be right there next to you. <laughs> Mostly just so I can film it. <laughs> Use it against you later. I've got another question, Lanris. What's up? Why did they pick East Kadesh? What's there? That, that's a great question. I don't know. Caleb, what is East Kadesh known for? <laughs> it is not known specifically for any one thing like that. Much of the city is shared. So if there's a coast, whether it's north, east, or west, it's going to have lots of shipping involved. If so, East Kadesh has a coast, so that's what it has. There's, It's not like a, this is the, this is the red light district. Not like that at all. The real difference lies between upper and lower rather than northeast and south and west. Is there any, um, the building where the Sanhedrin, like, are, like the, um... That's towards the very center. So what's above? What, what's the portion of Upper Kadesh above East Kadesh? That you don't know and wouldn't have access to understand or to learn. <laughs> you don't have access to that understanding yet. You have no way of knowing. You've had no history in your life that would ever give you reason to know that. I know. can't think of anything. All, All right, right, let's go. Let's hope we get lucky. Lower East Kadesh. The Red Line. You're by like ticket booths, but it's one of the more major ones that holds more information and more uh, administrations. Are there, um, they like turnstile? Sure. So I'm going to go up to like one of the tellers or, and uh, do we have like a badge equivalent to display or do I have to like show them the bomb on my head? We'll say with your access into the investigation, you're given a badge that you can display on your PDA. Okay, cool. Oh, I'm flashing that around everywhere. <laughs> Detective work. Detective work. Right here. You're just crossing the street. Detective work. Sir, 
like, as I tap on the window, I'm like, hey, uh, got a few questions. Flash the badge. Fully, like, flicking through a magazine. Yeah, when you want. And she looks up and closes the magazine. Uh, <laughs> yes, officer? Ooh, I like that, officer. Immediately the power goes to your head. That is so quick. <laughs> oh, I like that. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Some lady being paid minimum wage reading a magazine. You're like, yeah. Call me officer. <laughs> Call me officer all the time. I am Officer Irons. This is Officer Malleus. And uh, we are here investigating. Go, go ahead. The trams that go along route along the red line. Is it just one tram or does it get subbed out? Uh, well, one tram wouldn't service the, the whole line. We actually have uh, a couple trams that go through. And are those rotated in any way or are they constant? Sometimes they need to be repaired, but they usually don't take them off track. They usually bring guys in to fix them. Have any of them been repaired recently? Um, I can check for you. Please. She kind of... Puts up a little, hang up a little sign that says, be back at five. She kind of comes back and she has like this uh, big tall envelope and she's going through it all. And she goes, um, well, here you go, officers. And she hands you to you. goes, this is the latest report, uh, last five repairs. And you're looking at them and they've all been within the last month. And they uh, seem to be uh, minor things such as fire suppression system maintenance, annual brake service. Mm-hmm. And can I get a list of all the trams that are on use in the red line as of the last two weeks? Okay, here you go. Are there conductors on these trams, or are they automated? There's conductors. Do you have any more questions, Officer Irons? <laughs> uh, um, uh, <laughs> do any of them match up with anybody who's, you know... I think gone? he needs questions for her. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, what's your favorite color? Uh, uh, excuse me? I don't know. I, I freaked. Put me on the spot. Guitar, uh, thank you very much for your time. Uh, what's your supervisor's name? Smith. I'll be writing him a nice letter for you for your compliance in this investigation. Oh, thank you. Walk off. How come you didn't introduce me? Slugs you in the shoulder, Vic. Oh, Officer uh, Lanris. Officer Malleus. I ain't get no. I didn't get no Officer Kentaro. You don't have a last name. It's weird. What's wrong with not having a last name? <laughs> you have a last name, don't you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't get to have parents like you gave me their last name. <laughs> Rub it in some more. Uh, we can. We can give you a last name. I don't want a last name. Never mind, I'm not going to be introduced with this group. You guys enjoy your investigation, you two detectives. I'll just be in the back covering you for when you ask people their favorite color. <laughs> you don't call people officer and then their first name. It's weird. I'm just saying I feel a little left out, is all. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Do you want a anyway, code name? I didn't even get a coat or a hat or anything. Well, your your bunny mm-hmm. ears kind of mm-hmm. make it hard for... Mm-hmm. 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 So, do any of those match up? <laughs> um, I check. Match up to what? I'm sorry. Have any of the conductors gone in uh, crazy pants? Yes. Matter of fact, one was relieved and replaced, citing similar side effects. Interesting. Um, which tr- which of the list of trams uh, was he on? Tram number four. Tram four. Who was he replaced with? A robot? No, just some other guy. Uh-huh. Some other guy, you say. Hans Baldrick is the name of the one who went crazy. Oh, and do we have uh, information on Hans... Uh, no, no criminal record, but you do have an address. All right, so we can either check out the tram or go ask this Hans guy about what he's been experiencing, but I, I, I feel like we know why he's acting that way. Yeah, but we could kind of narrow down when uh, the other guy's... What was the other guy's name? The other guy's name is... Ooh, Johnny Walker. When Hans started um, showing symptoms, we can ask Johnny Walker. Hmm. 
yeah, we can ask him if he's been experiencing anything. So let's find this uh, Tram 4. Okay. You wait, and eventually it, it stops. The Tram 4 comes by. Doon, doon. Next location. Lower East Kinder or whatever. We need to make it to the... Front, engine. I assume, the conductor's Yeah, the engine. Out. All right, so the tram's gone real fast, and you get to the front. And, of course, it's uh, there's, like, security, and they're like, sorry, uh, no passengers beyond this point. We're not passengers. We're officers. I show oh. my badge. Ah, oh, crap. I lean over Kintaro, I'm like, he's having so much fun with this. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by, oh, crap? Are you holding? Are you holding? (laughs) (laughs) He kind of goes, this is what I mean by, oh, crap. Whenever you guys come along, it's always something bad. What what happened this time? What's with our new guy? Ah, crap. We we did a background check on him. Hey, you feeling all right? Am, Am I feeling all right? Yeah. Yeah, before a couple cops walked up. Yeah, I was. I'm sorry, what is this pertaining to? Are you questioning our badges? No, I'm questioning why you're showing them to me. What would you like? Well, we'd like to speak to the conductor, the person who has the information we're looking for and is pertinent to our investigation. Oh, okay. Maybe you should lead with that next time. Hey, hey, Johnny. Yeah, there's a couple cops here for you. Talk to talk. You make it sound like we're arresting the guy. And he kind of like waves you off. And the the, the thing, uh, a very thick door goes to the side. I'm going to the conductor's cabin now. And he kind of waves you in without looking at you. He's handling different uh, buttons and stuff. Hello, uh, Mr. Walker, is it? Yes. And he kind of turns around. He looks and he goes, how can I help you two gentlemen? There's three of us. Officer Irons, Officer Meliaeus, and this is Officer Kentaro. And uh, (laughs) we're here to uh, ask you a couple of questions. All right. What's this all about? Do you know why you were uh, ta- uh, given this this uh, r- route? Yeah, my buddy uh, Hans was having some uh, pr- problems that they gave him. They put him on paid leave for a while. What kind of problems? Uh, he was. It's hard to describe. He was acting sort of irrationally, making claims, shouting stuff over the speakers, just stuff you cannot behave if you're gonna, you know, pilot one of these trams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and do you know what kind of things he was shouting? Oh, I don't know. I was asking about it. it was stuff that wasn't making no sense. He was talking that we were that um, he would like he would say the wrong destinations. Like he would, he would say next stop Willoughby, even though it's never a stop on our place or any place I really know of. And then he would he would just like rant and and then he would just sometimes he would just nod off and he'd be like, bro, what are you doing? So it's it's a shame. I know him for a long time, but it's unfortunate. I don't know what's going on. But I hope he I hope uh, he gets over what's ever going on. Shouting out Willoughby, huh? Does that does that have any meaning to you at all? I know I know it's not a stop, but you never heard of any anything like that? No, not at all. Why? What is it? Oh, uh, I don't know. Do you? Kentaro uh... <laughs> is la- is trying not to laugh. Do you know like? When he started showing uh, symptoms, when he started to to, uh, to do these things? Well, uh, funny enough, I was over his house not too long ago. I live on the west side, so I don't get to see him too much. Uh, his house is over on the east side. But I, I was actually saw him a couple of days before he was relieved. He was kind of, he looked like he hadn't slept in a while. So, I mean, I guess it was a couple of days before he got laid off or paid to leave. Yeah. West side, east side, we're all elfin. It doesn't matter. Uh, so. Well, some of us. Wait, you're not elfin? I am. I mean, we all are, like, either that or half-elf. You know, it's, it's pretty much the same thing. Elven blood running through. Anyway, um... Sure. Some people believe that. What, what do you believe? Does it matter? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that you... And kind of like it's looking at you, um... That there are... Uh, the anthropomorphs have sort of rejected elven bloodline. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or at least their parents did. Okay. Write that down. Um... <laughs> 
Katara rolls his eyes and like right and you see what he's writing down is just like a picture of, of Victor, but like a silly picture of Victor. Uh so so um Mr. Hans, he's he never showed any signs of, of this before. He never had any anything like this happen before. No, I've known him for a long time. Mr. Walker, I just wanna make clear that going forward, our intent is not to take your job away from you or even though you're racist. <laughs> Our intent is not to take your job away or evaluate your skill at your job or anything like that, but these are important questions for our investigation. All right. Have you been feeling okay since you've started conducting this train, uh, health-wise? Uh, yeah, I'm feeling just fine. Have you been sleeping all right? I have. Uh-huh. Just normal sleeping? No problems at all? No. I'm going to sense motive him, or attempt to. Wow, <laughs> it's going to be bad. First roll. Ooh, 21, natural 20. He appears to you to be telling the truth. In the future, I think I need to make the sense of rules. I always forget. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you, you are entirely correct. But he appears to you to be telling the truth. So, uh, you, you knew Hans for a while. Does that mean that some of the conductor buddies hang out? Yeah. You know, it's it's a hard-to-get job. You gotta have certain talents, and so we kind of get the camaraderie of familiarity. Do everyone in the red line hang out together? Yeah, we got, like, a poker night every other Thursday. Has, uh, has anyone else in that group been acting funny at all? Like, anyone having problems, or... Oh, no, not to my recollection. Anyone been missing out on your uh, little meetups? Obviously, aside from Hans, no. Any of um, your passengers seem to uh, have some of the same problems that Hans did? Uh, oh, I don't know, man. I let security handle that. I just drive the tram. Maybe we'll ask security, then. A- any further questions, Officer Irons? <sighs> saying that. Why do you hate saying that? Any further questions? Oh, um, no. No, we're, we're good here. The guy's clean. He's kind of racist but he's clean. Kentaro like grabs you by the arm and starts dragging you away. Thank you sir for your time. Alright, hope you guys find whatever it is you're looking for. And the door slows <laughs> back so you can get out and then closes behind you. I'm gonna talk to the security before we leave. Y'all find what you need? Uh, maybe. Uh, quick question. Mm-hmm. Within the past say, actually ever since Hans started conducting the train, have you guys had to pull anyone off the tram? Not for like your normal, you know, robbery, you know, pickpocketing stuff, but anyone for acting strange, um, doing things you would describe as crazy, nonsensical. Well, we get a fair amount of homeless that tend to be, you know, not right in the head. Uh, That's kind of normal. Recently, though, I'd say I'm getting a a good number more than people that we gotta shove off the train than normal, yeah? Any of them saying anything like, uh, Willoughby? Willoughby? No, I don't, I, I don't know, I can't remember. If they were, I'm not listening. I'm just trying to get them off the train. And you don't believe they were inebriated or anything, do you? Oh, jeez, there's a million reasons why people act like this. You stop asking after the third day. Now, you said recently, but specifically, can you recall, has it gone, has it become more prevalent or less since Han started conducting? Since Han started? He's been here for a long, long time. Excuse, I'm sorry, not Han's Johnny. Uh, since Mr. Walker started, I'd say, yeah, I, th- I think we've been on an incline probably a little bit before he started. What race are these security? He's a fox person. Oh, hey, just just between us, you need to watch your back. That guy in there, he, he says we're polluting the bloodline. <laughs> and this is how rumors begin. It goes from one thing to polluting the bloodline. You know, three days later, he said he wanted to kill all the Jews. What? <laughs> well, I just, I, it's not at all what I said. He says he likes to dress up and, and be with this group of, of uh, people, like-minded people, and learn things. And- <laughs> you got to go, okay, thanks for letting me know. Do, do you... <laughs> 
Um, the people you have to pull off the train, do they happen to... Do you have, like, a bad luck cart? Like, one of the actual carts of the tram? Is there, like, a bad luck one where you s tend to find these people for some reason? Uh, no. We have good luck carts, and that's whenever a cop comes around, people tend to <laughs> behave. Uh, well, then we're gonna go spread a little bit of good luck around and check out the place. Alright. Thank you for your, uh, cooperation. Yeah, always happy to help our boys in blue. I'm not even wearing blue. It's not even close. We're well, wearing gray. cops don't look like you. That's true. Most cops don't get the job done. <laughs> this is literally making me sick. <laughs> what do you guys do now? Um, I'd like to, you know, examine this tram, look around, um, see places where you could hide the crystal, um, see mm -hmm. if there's anything suspicious going on. Make them perceptions checks, son. Mine's a 14. 32. You remember, oh man, they talked about checking the fire suppression system, so you check like the fire extinguishers, and you're checking all these spots that you could think about, and you don't find any leads. But you do find somebody had like stashed away a little something, so uh, you get a little uh, vibe for free. <laughs> it looks like it's like a used needle though, so it's like, oh, at your own risk. Is there a VinBot? Of course there is. I want to check out the VinBot. Hey buddy, uh, I like to buy a soda. Hello, sirs. Do 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 do. Processing. Processing. Loyalty member detected. What would you like to purchase, loyal member? Oh, I want a um, just stay a diet soda and some pretzels. Diet soda and pretzels. Dispensing. Congratulations, sir. You have received a one percent discount for your police discount. Thank awesome. you for your awesome. service. Sorry. Um, we got police discounts. It's gonna be a ninety-nine copper. That one percent discount. You now have three loyalty reward points. Cool, I've gone up to three. How about that? So, um, you feeling okay, little buddy? Venbot does not have feelings. Oh, I mean, like, uh, nothing wrong with your programming, nothing holding you down. This unit is operating at a hundred percent efficiency. Yeah, he's probably all right. I mean, I'm not gonna take him apart. He's obviously not a 3000 model. He's got no personality. One of these lesser ones. I don't. I like the newer ones better. That hurts. <sighs> oh. Of all the carts on the tram, are we able to walk on them all? Like, enter them all in our during this? Or is, like, one of them a storage place that we're not allowed to go on to, quote-unquote, while the tram's moving? You're able to get through all of them. The only one that's blocked off was the one that you entered the engine. This seems like a dead end. Well, my thought is that if the conductor went crazy, they probably wouldn't risk leaving the crystal here. They'd probably move it to another one, because if someone was looking for it, they'd know to look here. Who would be moving it? I don't know. I mean, if they... If they have the protector, I guess they could approach it. Or maybe they have drones doing it. Mm. Or maybe they have a gang. Maybe they have, a like, com Comet or, or another gang, you know, working it. I hate to ask this question because it's one of those things where, oh, the GM asks this question, so I, I'm supposed to use it now. It's a genuine question. Who has the goggles of true sight? Me. <gasps> goggles of true sight! Crap! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I mean, if they have a drone, maybe they have like an android. I forgot. I forgot we had those. I forgot. I really did. Yeah. <laughs> they, they seem kind of helpful in investigation. Now that I think about it. So helpful. Um, well, I'm glad I asked. <laughs> you're like, what's that hanging around your uh, your neck there, Victor? <laughs> oh. Um, you fall and oh, the goggles are on your you know, eyes now. I don't want to be cheating or anything. I'm gonna put them on. It's, it's, it's not cheating to use them. I was, I yeah. was honestly just asking. Yeah. I'm gonna put them on. I'm gonna look around with them. You put them on, and something is odd. And this is the first time you're wearing them, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like putting on sunglasses where everything kind of darkens a bit. But you see these black, ethereal, shadowy, familiar tendrils going into a couple of the passengers as they board. But as soon as the tram moves, 
it's almost as if it breaks away from these tendrils. But these tendrils are like wrapping themselves around people. All right, are they going near any of us? Like uh, Landris, not really, or especially like when the tram goes, it's like, oh, it's gone until the next stop. But when it stops, they're not coming at me. No, no, they just they just stay connected to these people, and then they they go off into the distance. Hey, Landris, look at this. I hand them over to you. Huh? That's weird. They look familiar, though, don't they? Well, yeah. So when it's moving, it's less severe, but when it's still, it looks like that's when they that's when it's stronger. Do these trams stop at night? Or at any time? They're going all the time. But the people stop at night. Where did uh, Hans live? Hans, he said he lived on the east side. Mm, we need to go to his house. Why? What's he going to tell us? He's not going to tell us anything, but we can look and see if, if we can fi- follow like these tendrils. You see what I'm saying? If, if, it's, if it's there more than it is here. I just want to... It feels weird leaving this tram behind. I feel like we're missing something here. We haven't checked it in its entirety. I guess we can't while it's moving. Maybe bird can. It'll it'll be here. You want to follow this next lead and we can come back to this? I mean, it's not like it's going anywhere. Well, technically it's always going somewhere, but it's not like it's going anywhere where it won't come back. <laughs> well, bird can check the outside. It can check the underside. Okay, we'll have to do it in very short bursts when we're stopped. Once we're going fast, these things book it. Maybe we can uh, have a police investigation hold up the going of the tram for a minute or two. I'm sure that'll make you very popular. Let's let's do what we can right now before we start bringing in a whole bunch of people shutting things down and all that. We'll investigate the house. Maybe it doesn't even have to. People don't have to know when, uh, know it's us. Just uh, I don't know, jam open one of the doors. You know how to work with electricity. I'll cover you. Just uh, you know, make something malfunction a little bit so someone just has to come over and fix it before the tram starts moving again. How how long does do you need? Uh, how long do I think it would take Bird to just like sweep around the tram? I don't know, five ten minutes. Five minutes. Mm, okay, see what I can do. I want to go to the nearest little panel. Okay. All right, y'all, you two cover me so no one can see really. <laughs> Tim's uh, hulking mass blocks like 80% of you. 30. You mess around, you you keep one of the doors from closing. And because it won't close, the tram won't go, won't go. And like when a security guy comes over, he's like, what is wrong? Ugh. And he goes back and you see he goes back to the front of the tram and you send Bird out. And by the time he gets back with a little toolkit, figures out and fixes it. And the thing closes and there's an apology over the uh, tram. Bird comes back. Okay. Nothing of interest. All right, I guess we can go see Hans. Maybe he took it with him. I do want to hear what he has to say if he's there. Are they are they taking them places like to to like a mental At institution? At the very beginning, they were doing that, uh, but it, it became too much. Too much. Okay. And, and matter of fact, right now it's the biggest thing is they're trying to figure out what to do. They have no interest in feeding like ha- one quarter of the city in jail cells oh, for days and days. So they're they're letting people who are obviously dangerous to society back out because they just don't want to deal with it. Yeah, let's go to his house. Hey, Andrew, you want to play some D&D tonight? No, I, I can't. You're not real. None of this is real. Real, 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 real. Mental divergence can be a tricky situation, but we here at Tales from the Lich can be your hand in the infinite darkness. When you can't play, listen. TalesFromTheLich.com Hans Baldrick's house on the Lower East Side. The door opens up and some lady answers and goes, How can I help you? Uh, yes, miss. What are you, what are you a bunch of clowns left over from that tour? What are you wearing? Hmm? No, clowns? Seriously? 
We don't she look like clowns. Puts her hands on her hip. I ain't never seen nobody in a coat like that before. And that hat ain't sure ain't in style. I am Officer Irons. This is Officer Malayus, and that is Officer Kentaro. And uh, we just would like to ask you a, f- a few questions about your husband, maybe brother. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know what more you want to learn. Were you a bunch of cops? They already asked him a bunch of questions. Uh, we're we're with a special unit. Can can we come in, maybe? Let me see your badges. I flashed my badge. All right. I don't know what you're going to get out of him, though. Can you tell us who you are? Yeah, my name's Deborah, and I'm his wife. Okay, wife, wife. So, can you tell us about your, your husband? Yeah, he's a fat, lazy son of a pig. <laughs> what else do you want to know? Hmm. Uh, like, when all of this started? What he was like before? like, around the house. It's kind of like a mediocre house, but decorated with very tacky things that you imagine somebody thinks is is worth it but uh that does not this does not go well together the decor is, is not done well tell us yeah tell us a little bit about your your husband and what what happened before and, and after what do you want to know i already answered all the police questions can well, you read the please yes but can you just please tell me he was going on about this place called Willoughby they had to get everybody to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I thought he was just tiresome he works late and then he got fired and now the bills are stacking up and if it wasn't for the fact that he at least gets half his pay on the leave I would divorce him are you happy now yes, if you want yes. to talk to him you could try to get out of whatever freaking things left of the vegetable over there and she points to a recliner I look over that way. He's in a recliner with a remote in his hand. I guess while Vic's talking to her, I'm going to use the uh, the goggles and look around and see if the tendrils are here. Oh, yeah. You see tentacles, uh, two thick ones. One is like up her leg and then around her torso and then like into her nose. Ugh. And another one is, you don't see the base of it. It's coming from somewhere in the room where Hans is, but it is wrapped Hans almost completely where you can't see him with the goggles on. You just see these tendrils. I'm going to look down at my shadow. Interesting. I'm waiting for you to do this. I mean, nothing. (laughs) You look down and you see in your shadow this. Let me send you a picture. Oh, he has a picture. Dang it. This isn't going to be good. (laughs) So it looks... In some ways, like a combination between those clowns you've seen and Urizage, except it is, he has these, like when you look any closer, you see, oh, he's got these sharp, jagged, sort of terrible, vicious teeth and these thick red fingernail claws and his suit is all patchy and, and stuffing is coming out of the different pot spots of it and a wilted flower as a boutonniere and these pointed shoes and you see a a tail that's almost completely hidden but kind of wraps around his foot and tucks into his boot but you can see just a little bit of it sort of a red tail and he kind of looks up at you and kind of turns his head as if he's kind of trying to figure out what you're doing and he's he's completely like flat against the ground matching sort of your shadow he's not sort of in three-dimensional space it's almost like you're looking at something in a mirror right if i look at myself or if i look at victor yourself yields nothing but however victor Victor, there's all these sort of, those glow-in-the-dark spots that you sort of saw, you can see them all distinctly now, and you're looking at him, and it's it's, on, it's all around him. You don't, I think, necessarily get x-ray vision from this, but you can see a good portion of him uh, glows green, and this includes his arm. Anything that is sort of machine or non-living, and it's more than you would expect on a living human being. 
is a lot of non-living matter. I'm not Katara. I'm just looking around like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you see a pretty boy? <laughs> you see him blush and kind of paw at you? No, uh, <laughs> nothing unusual for Katara. He looks just like everything else, but darker. I'm going to try and follow the tendril from where you said it's coming from somewhere and then going to Hans. Yes, it seems to be coming from the room Hans is in. Same as the one from her, that's going into her is coming from that room as well. I'm going to try and find a source. At, this is probably the same time Victor's going over there now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vic, you see him almost like drooling with his mouth agape with the remote in his hand. And she's, and you hear her say from the other room, good luck getting him to talk to you. He's addicted to this freaking television. And you look at him and he's just staring at the television. You look at it, it's just some random program. And there's this like sort of black cable box on top of it. Landris, the tentacles are coming out. Out of the TV. Oh, huh. Interesting. Is he on one channel? Uh, every once in a while he'll flip to another channel. But the tentacle stays? Yep. You know what's really interesting? It's when he flips in between channels, like it's a bit of static, you know, like this, you know, like that, when you ever hear the word snow, like the sort of black and white static of a TV. Every time you see that when he changes channels, it reminds you of when you killed the Slender Man. He turned into that static when he died. Before you couldn't place it, but now you're like, yes, that's it. Every time he flips the channel. Mr. Uh, Mr. Baldrick? Huh? You you conducted Tram 4, correct? Wait, 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 wait. It's, it's, it's the best part. And you look at it and they're like, and that's how you cook and make the perfect bowl of algios. <laughs> he changed the channel. You're going to love my nuts. You chop them. You slap it. Slap, chop. There's <laughs> the next thing. And he's and he just keeps flipping through intermittently, never like really waiting for a breaking point. Matter of fact, you know what he, is? he always waits for like a commercial and then he changes it. You worked on Tram 4? The, the tram. They, they fired me. It was, it was unjust. It, it was unjust. Then he kind of slowly turns back to the TV. I don't disagree. Um, probably made you pretty mad when they fired you. It was unjust. Did you, uh, did you take anything to get back at them? No, they didn't. They, they, they shouldn't have done that. That, that. They shouldn't have done that. Did you take anything with you when you left? They it wasn't right. They, sh- they should give me full pay. Half's not enough. It's not enough. Took nothing, huh? What about Willoughby? The remote kind of drops out of his hands and hits the floor. Do you, do you know where Willoughby is? And he gets up, and all of a sudden, he, in a burst of, of energy and movement, he goes up to you and grabs you by the collar and says, "We, I need to get them to Willoughby. We have to, we have to all go to Willoughby. I was going to bring them there. It was, the, it was the next stop, but they fired me. And he kind of is like staring at the floor. Caleb, is this the conductor I saw on the train when I had my hallucination? What a great question. No. However, he is a passenger. What about the tower? You seen a tower? A tower? A tower. Made of metal? No, they, sh- they shouldn't have fired me. And he kind of reaches down for the remote and goes and sits back in the recliner. It's unjust. <laughs> you hear from the, the, the kitchen where she's at now. See, I told you. You didn't even make sense anymore. Soon enough, they're going to lock him up. Should be fine, because then they can collect the insurance. She's yelling at him. Hey, uh, Miss Miss Baldrick. Yeah. Did you guys get a upgrade to the TV? Is Mr. Baldrick done any tinkering with it lately? Yeah, about I don't know, uh, two weeks ago. There's a new new program came out. It has like 450 channels. It came out. Yeah, it's a test market thing. They said everyone here gets one. Everyone in the area. So, what the heck am I gonna say no to a free TV? Everyone gets what exactly? They install something. The box. Yeah, that there, that black box. Oh. A couple of guys came in. They were from, um, I don't remember their name. It started with a D. It was like D- Datadine. Yeah, that's it. Datadine. Yeah, that's it. Ooh, we need to get one of those. I need to look at that. Ma'am, we're going to have to confiscate that. What? No, please. It's the only thing that keeps him from bothering me. They didn't send you a spare? Like an extra? Maybe one for the bedroom? No, no, that's the only one we got. 
We've if you're gonna take it, take it your own risk. I, I think he'll, I think he'll murder you for it. But go ahead. He freaking think he's married to that now instead of me. Just fine. I hope it keeps you warm in bed because I know I'm not anymore. We really need to get one of those landers, but I don't want to take it. And he goes crazy, tries to kill us. We, we can probably get another one. They granted, maybe they're not all the same thing. I don't know. We should check out somewhere else first before we jump on that theory. If I, I need to look in that. I need to take it apart. Everyone's got one. Maybe we can find an empty house or something. Maybe someone's throwing it out the window. No, no one's going to throw it. Nope. They're all going to be like that, I think. Thank you, ma'am, for all of this. Sorry that... So you're not going to take them away or anything? Well, then get out of my house. What good are you? Uh, Mr. Baldrick, huh? you don't want to go to Willoughby. Stay away I, from it. I gotta, I gotta get everyone to Willoughby. All aboard. The train to Willoughby. They walk out. You can see in the gut, like, as you leave, the tentacles just envelop him even more until he's completely lost in the blackness. You leave the house. I take the goggles off and give them to Vic. What'd you see? <sighs> tentacles coming out of the, the, the TV. In that box? Not the box itself on the TV, the programming. We need to get one of those boxes. Can you, if we get one of those boxes, can you figure out where the signal's coming from? I might be able to. I, I, I can look at it and see. But without one, we're just, I have no idea. All right, well, let's find someone doing something, and I do air quotes, illegal, and just confiscate one. Okay. Or maybe we can find an abandoned house or something. So that, that's all you saw? Was tendrils? You, uh, I mean, you can look for yourself. I wonder if, maybe we could see if there's a Datadyne person actively installing one now. They could only have so many workers. They could be installing more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're just giving them away, so they'll give us one. Yeah, let's see if we can find what, maybe a truck or something. Hey, Landris. What's up? My my coat and hat is cool, right? I mean, it's not... I don't look like a clown, do I? No, no, Vic, you don't look like a clown. At least not in the traditional sense. What do you mean, traditional sense? We need to get one of these boxes. I know, that's what I've been saying! Did the box have on it, like, a contact for support number? Uh, you have to get a better look at one. Let's just knock on one of these doors... And just ask if they got if someone's got a box, and we just want you know. Among the noises of the city interrupting you is the sound of a crash of some sort. You look over oh. and you see somebody has hurled something into the window of another house, and the occupants of the house come out and start yelling at him. <sighs> Police business. Uh, <laughs> what's going on here? Uh, his, his, his his kids are in my lawn, and the guy's like, "What? <laughs> my kids?" Yeah, I don't, I don't put stuff on your lawn. Is the thrower speaking or is the throw e speaking? The thrower is this guy. <laughs> okay. What, what did you throw in his window, sir? I, his kids were in my lawn. The guy who's being accused like doesn't even know how to defend himself because he's being accused of having kids. Mr. Irons, could you escort this man, and I gesture to the thrower, into his home? And yes. I will check yes. on the damage done here. Sir, where do you live? This house here. This is my house here over here. Yeah, let's let's go uh, to your house. We'll sit down. and We'll talk about the, the these kids. I, I'll take a report. All right, officer. It's about time you arrived. I'd like to report these people here. Yeah, I'm gonna take the report. Let's go to your house. All right, you go to his house. Uh, as we go in, I want to see if they, he's got one of those boxes. I like. I just kind of want to glance around and see. Yep, he does. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna sit him down like at his kitchen table, and I'm gonna sit mm-hmm. across from him and start listening to his story. Look like I'm writing it down. Their, their kids are always in my lawn. I don't I don't put stuff in, in, in his lawn. I would have had Kentaro go with him, Vic. Okay. In that case, Kentaro says, you threw something into their house. Uh, yeah, but 
Oh, buddy, of course, I see what it is. You're taking their side, aren't you? Uh, no, sir, we're not taking sides. We're no, just... no, and why wouldn't you? I mean, he's an engineer, and I'm just a lowly janitor. You know, no, you cops have always, always, always on and picking on the little guy, and he gets up and he kind of knocks the chair down. He's an engineer? He goes, oh, of course, you're so interested in him, huh? Oh, you wouldn't come here and you wouldn't do the report for me, would you? Oh, you're coming here to arrest me, aren't you? And he kind of, like, shoves you. Oh, whoa. Hey, where, where are you a janitor at? And he shoves you again. He tries to knock you down. I'm tired of it. I'm tired. He's always, always picking on the little guy. <sighs> you're, you're in this with Willoughby, aren't you? Always plying against me. Always plotting. He starts kicking his own dishwasher and breaking it. Oh, I'm going to grab him and like try to uh, seize him and see if I can get him he's down like the ground. He's struggling against you, but he's no trained fighter and you are, so no bother checking. You got him. And Katara's like, sir, are you going to calm down now? And he goes, no. And he kicks against the counter and kind of knocks you into the wall. Kintaro, hit him in the face. Knock him out. Kintaro blacks him out, boy, with a solid just right into his face. Oh, man. The guy just falls to the ground. Tar kind of like sh shakes his hand. He's like, I didn't feel so good. He's an old guy. I know. I'm going to check him and make sure, you know, everything's working. The heartbeat's fine and all that. Broken nose. Mm, he's going to feel that. I'm going to get up and I'm going to walk over to the t television and look at the, or whatever it's called, and look at the uh, the box. Lanners. Okay. Uh, I go to see, like, I ask, like, if I could see what he threw in his window. Make sure it's not, like, hazardous or dangerous. Okay, they go in there. It's just, it, it looks like it's like um, a lamp. The guy's like, oh, he's, I want to press charges. That guy's been ranting and raving for the past couple weeks. I I barely even know the guy. Yeah, we all uh, get down your name, his name. We'll see what we can do. Um, let me get this out of your way. And I like go to clean up the lamp and the glass and such. Okay. Hey, have you guys gotten that new, um, new TV? Uh, no, we don't, we, we don't own a TV. Uh, smart. Rots your brain. Nothing but garbage, right? Yeah. Here, the new one has, uh, like, 450 channels, and I bet, like, only three of them are good. Yeah, I see everyone just flipping through it constantly. Don't stop to watch anything. Yeah, ain't that the case. Yeah, there's been unrest like this all over the place. We're trying to figure out what's going on with it. Yeah, I've been noticing that. No one was hurt, right? Your kids are okay? I don't got kids. Nobody's got kids. Right. I mean, I have children, but they're no longer children. Do you live alone? Uh, no, I live with my wife. And she's alright? She wasn't near where this happened? No, she's at work. Um, so what's your name? I'm gonna, like, write down his name, write down the other guy's name, get, like, a formal complaint. Back to you, Vic. You're checking out the set-top box, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep, there is this is black set-top box. It's got two little, like, red lights, you know, or, like, there's infrared ports. Sure. And you look at it, strange enough, one says in and one says out, which is extremely odd, given that there's not supposed to be an out on an infrared port. There's an infrared remote. Why there's an out is unknown. No real uh, sort of labeling and stuff, but it is all connected in and it can be disconnected. There's no labeling on it whatsoever. Mm -mm. No contact information or anything. Serial number, anything like that. Nothing. Okay, I'm going to unhook it from the television and I'm going to grab the remote and I'm going to put it in my bag. Once I'm done taking that information, I'm going to go back to the house fixin. Okay, you two kind of meet up, you get, get back to the kitchen and you see Vic coming in with the box Kintaro, like, trying to put the guy in a chair who's obviously knocked out and got blood coming out of his nose. This you killed guy. him? No, he's not dead. Shh, don't. I didn't kill anybody. And he told me to do it. He was going crazy. Uh, do you, you guys get a chaperone? Come on. I didn't want to. Listen, I was just following orders from Detective Irons over here. And Detective Kintaro did a pretty good job. Look, I got the box. We're going to have to get out of here before things get ugly. Can we do anything about that nose? 
Let me see. I'm gonna make a heal check on the guy. I'm gonna take a 10 for 19. You crack it kind of back into place, but he'll still need to see a doctor or get some medicine. Here, I'm gonna put a thousand gold like in his pocket so he can go see a doctor. Oh my goodness. You got the box though, right? Yes, I got the box. Did you figure out where the signal's coming from? Not yet. We're going to have to take it. I want to take it somewhere and hook it up, and then we'll figure that out. But I didn't want to be here with the guy punched out. Yeah, we should probably get going. Yeah. You should probably get your story straight with that before we get, like, internal auditing on us or something. <laughs> you think you think IA's going to come after us? We're Psycho Squad. Yeah, it doesn't mean we punch out old men. I think that's exactly what Psycho Squad means to, <laughs> for everything I heard. And ladies, too, and we kick them when they're down. Come on. Okay, let's just... I gave him money. Look, it... it He's, he's fine. Yes, yes, your, your conscience is soothed. Let's just go. Let's go. Let's go. Psychedelic Sally's PC Bong. Lower Central Kadesh. There's like terrible, tacky, sort of asian theme stuff everywhere. And there's like rice paper dividers everywhere and like rice mats and there's like a gong. Hmm. I've read about a place like this in those those history books. What, what are the elves from places like this? Well, there was a lot of fae, fae creatures in the place like this. Did they have computers there? I don't think so. So there's, there's just like this huge long hallway with just doors and doors and doors on the left and right, all sort of even. And each of, inside of them is an own computer suite, which you can rent for like 10 gold an hour or something. <laughs> Sally, one computer suite, please. She hands it to you and says thank you in a very racist voice that I will not depict. <laughs> I'm going to go hook it up. Alright, uh, hook it up to, like, the computer. Mm-hmm. Before he hooks it up, mm-hmm. you realize it's on. Oh. Completely unplugged from its power source, it's still on. Vic, I thought you turned it off. What are you talking about? I thought, I thought you turned it off. I look down at it. I see the lights glowing. Yeah, you can kind of hear it. So, mm-hmm. like a little fan in there worrying. Well, that's not good. All right, well, there's a power source in it. We know that. So we need to find out where the signal's coming from, and we need to find out what's inside it. Okay, first, I'm going to hook it up to the computer. Then I'm going to take off the shell. I want to look at the guts of it. Okay, given that you're not subscribed, you're just ran into a random monitor, you're not going to get any programs, you're just going to get static. That's fine. But when you open it up, you find in in there a little, tiny little label that says Data Dine and has a phone number. Is it the phone number we dialed before? Yes. What is? What else? What does it look like in there? Engineering. Give me an engineering. And then I want you, it's going to sound weird, give me a wisdom check. That would be a 38. Okay, and your wisdom check? 20. Ooh. It takes you a second, but you realize it. This is almost the exact same as the circuitry crystal that was in the canister, but on a smaller scale and a little bit changed. And the most concerning thing that you're really getting with your with your uh, engineering check is there is something being shot out of the out infrared port. And it's cleverly just like right next to the infrared port for the remote, so you wouldn't even really notice it if you weren't an engineer. It's definitely these boxes. What do you mean? I mean, this is one of those crystals. It is the crystal? What? I mean, it's like it's like the, the canister. It's it's much smaller, uh, and it's a little bit... Cl- close it, close it! Different. I, I close it. But that's not... Look, I, I'm closing it, but you see this other little... You see how in the front it's got two little infrared ports? Yeah. One's shooting it out, the signal out. What's shooting? I dive out of the way. <laughs> Dude, we're already infected. If it's going to do anything to us... Can you stop it from doing that? <sighs> I don't know. You you freaked out. I didn't get another chance to look at it and see if I can unhook it or anything. All right. So I guess we have our proof if we could get an engineer to confirm what we're seeing. I'm an engineer. Hannibal. He's obviously going to think you're biased in the fact. 
Yeah, a credible engineer. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We need to. We need to. I'm gonna hook this thing back. I'm gonna put the shell back on it like it's supposed to be. And you not? Can you, you care for your point in the outport? What? Can you like put some tape over it or something? I don't know. What kind of tape is gonna? <laughs> Take some gum. Put it. <laughs> Okay. I put it back in my bag, and, um, okay, we're gonna take this to the station. I am not letting that thing out of our sight. We don't know if there's people in the police station on Datadyne's side. I thought you said Datadyne was just in shipping. I mean, they're a front. What's it matter what they really do? Yeah, I guess. So what's the plan? Let's go show this to Hannibal, tell him to get his most trusted expert to confirm what we're saying about it. If you're saying that that's the crystal, they should be able to recognize it as so. They should be able to see that it's shooting something out. They should be able to confirm with the police reports that everyone that's infected has been uh, has this installed in their house. Okay. What, just this startup company, Datadyne, just happened to make a foray into cable? It doesn't make any sense. I think it's satellite. Sh- sure. Satellite. Thank you. I don't know. I'm just... Let's go. Police headquarters in Lower Kadesh. Captain Hannibal DeWitt's office. He sits down and says, Well... Get on with it. I take out the box and I set it on his desk. He kind of looks at it and lights a cigarette. Have you ever heard of a company called Datadyne? No. Should I have? No, you shouldn't have because they're a front. These cable boxes, satellite boxes, whatever, have been installed in homes all over East Kadesh. They're the cause of what's happening here. If Vic has confirmed that it is shooting something out of all of its ports, something that's affecting the minds of people, you can probably have one of your most trusted engineers confirm what he's saying. So you want me to believe that this cable box is the cause of the mania, and it's shooting something out at everyone? There is a canister in here that is a replica or something of the same one that made us go insane. Yes, of course, this this vaunted canister you've talked so much about before. Vic, open it up. Fine, I'll open it up. Does that look like a cable box to you? Or does that look like intensive circuitry for some other purpose? You notice that this thing is running. You see the fan right there? It's going. It's not plugged into anything. There's no battery pack on this that I could tell, you know, besides the canister itself. Huh, what? I've never seen one of these before. An infrared outport? Oh, what could an infrared shoot out? Uh, what, why would it do that? Okay. All right, you have my interest. I will do what you say. I will get a engineer to take a look at it. And I will see you confirm that this is an outport, and I will see exactly if this is more than what is needed for a cable box. And I will also investigate to see if the crimes that have been committed and the insanity that has been documented has come from people who have owned these boxes. And he kind of like takes another puff of the cigarette. And if that comes through, then you've earned my trust. And then we can move on from there. And then maybe we can start and takes another uh, drag talking about some of your other claims. Does that sound fair to you, gentlemen? Taps out the ash on his cigarette. Yes, sir. Get someone you trust to examine this box. Why wait? Can we see this data dime place has even gotten the correct, I don't know, licenses to do what they're doing? I'll have my men investigate data dime as well. I'll see what's if they have any skeletons in the closet, I'll be sure to get them out. It is a uh, expertise of ours here at the police department. I would share with him what I did learn about data dime. I don't remember exactly what it was, but when we investigated them before, I tell him what we know, how they kind of started up, I think it was two years ago. Yeah and what in general they've been mailing. Okay, which is just a brush up for, I'm sure the listeners have forgotten as well. They were just shipping some very basic products, crystals, algae, the stuff that you normally need to refine in the in the factories that are in Lower Kadesh. They were shipping them straight to uh, Upper Kadesh. I think it was Kinta- uh, Tar that had called the number and he got just sent on a, he never actually ever got a person. It was just sent on the runaround. He nods and says, good work. You two might actually make good detectives. Maybe you have a, a future here in the police department. What side do you get to your uh, esteemed positions in Psycho Squad? Yeah, thanks. Sweet. Well, let us know how the uh, further investigation goes. 
be sure to let you know you'll be on the top of my to-call list. Don't run too far now. And, um, Chief, you might be infected now. I mean, I just want to warn you. I'll be sure to keep a journal, and we can check to see if I go crazy and start talking about places like this Willoughby everyone's so enamored with. He stands up in front of you and extends his hand and says, uh, his, his real hairy hand and says, Good detective work, gentlemen. I shake it. I shake I'll it. be in touch. Yes, sir. You dismissed. Take our leave. All right. I, I know I started off a little shaky, but I think I was getting the hang of it. What? Detective de- work. Are you talking about the detective work? You're going to wear that trench coat the You're whole time You're shaky now. under the weight of the trench coat. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, uh, Lanris, you got this really ugly thing that's on your head. Oh, wait, it's just this hat, and he takes it and he throws it on the ground. Why did you throw I spent money on that. He looks at, he looks at you dead in the eye and stomps on it and treads it under his heel. It wasn't that bad. It, you couldn't see yourself. <laughs> I go pick it up and dust it off and put it in my bag. <laughs> look, look very upset. Save it for the next time we do detective work. It was my idea to go to that guy's house. So, you know, just saying. There's that. I'm not good at questioning people, but getting ideas. Idea, man. Kitaro stretches and says, oh, so we can go home now? Yeah, let's go home. Well, I do. I do want to stop at a piercery. <laughs> we'll go to a salon. I want to. Is that what they're called? I don't want to get my hair cut. I, I don't know what they're called either, but Salon sounds pretty nice. I want to go with them, because I want to see if it hurts him. I want to see if he's squeaking okay. scream. As you're walking, Katara asks you, why'd you get the blue dye? Um, for Koba. What are you going to dye blue? Some of my hair. Hmm. Why do you want to dye something else blue? You ever dyed hair before? Uh, yeah, I helped Dahlia with it before. Oh, okay. Why have you? No, and I just know how much effort it took Koba. Well, I'm not dying all of my body. <laughs> right, right. Just make sure, you, whatever, you know how to do it. Lower South Kadesh, the Butcher Salon. All right, you go, you, you, get your, you get your nose pierced, and I don't know anything about whether that hurts, but I'm guessing it does. Yeah, I, um, this thing's for tar, so it's probably comically large. <laughs> yeah, it, it, the, the caliber of it is huge. You're going to get your nose pierced with it? The guy kind of looks at you and looks at the thing and goes, you sure? Yes. All right, lay down. Lay down, okay. And he pierces you without any sort of like it's like it's like when getting a tattoo that like you know right now we have the technology to make tattoos completely painless but um it's like part of the experience it's part of the culture of getting a tattoo so it's like part of the culture you're you're not getting anesthetized at all taking the pain but with medical stuff he's able to heal it sort of immediately so don't worry about the like four weeks of taking care of it <laughs> uh, just to clear i'm getting like the center septum i guess it's called yep uh that part pierced <laughs> larry's guess he's like oh <laughs> You could go, I take it back. I don't think you would look good with a nose. I mean, no, it looks great. It's uh, very usual. Very usual. Very usual. <laughs> really freaking hurt. Uh, like tearing. <laughs> Let me see. And he kind of like pulls on it. Ow! ow. <laughs> oh, man, it's really in there, huh? Ow. It's not funny. Look at it this way. At least you chose to have that all. If I remember correctly, Tar had one burned into his nose. It's really heavy. I'm it's regretting this not already. that heavy, by the way. Haha. I picked a metal that weighs half as less as normal metals. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's not that heavy. <laughs> he goes, you sure? And he pulls on it again. Uh, stop it. <laughs> oh, it's tender. It's really in there. That's cool. All right, let's go. Does it look good? It, it looks like it's there. It looks definitely there. It looks good, man. Thank you, Vic. Yeah. Did you make a bluff check, Vic? <laughs> yeah, the one wearing the fedora and the, the trench coat says, it looks good, man. You guys head home? You guys else you want to do? No, I want to go home. The high-rise apartment complex. Lower West Kadesh. 
Okay. Kentaro just like falls on the on the, like the couch of the bed and he's like, "So, let's take bets on when the next time we get called in is." I'm betting a week from now, and that's called hopeful thinking, wishful thinking. I hope it doesn't take him a week to find out what Datadyne's doing. I want to get back out there soon. He kind of turns around, raises an eyebrow, and goes, Well, look who's taken to the detective life. This is our first, like, progress we've made. In how long? That's going to link back to Booker. <laughs> what? You were just so cute when you are excited. <laughs> you're, look at you, you're so driven. It feels good to... We've been waiting for something, I don't know, to make itself clear and we finally have something to go on we're not in the dark anymore he kind of puts his hand on your shoulder and says i'm, I'm proud of you you know for keeping it together after seeing those tendrils again and you kind of get desensitized to it hey i got an idea he kind of like shoves you on the on the couch let's watch some tv <laughs> then he turns on tv <laughs> when do we get that box installed I like yeah it. I, I don't know it's kind of <laughs> and uh there's a news going on and all stuff but something that is interesting and i'm sure you're going to hear this too vic because it's going to be sort of on all the news stations is that there's a, a big storm coming uh sort of like hurricane level storm but uh i don't know i guess in ways worse coming and so people need to start getting ready for it how often does that happen? Yeah, I was about to ask that. I would say maybe this it's like, you know, sort of hurricane season. It's its scale varies. This is probably a higher scale than it's been in a couple of years, but it's not unheard of. How long until it hits? It's coming within the next 24 to 48 hours. Oh man. They come fast, they come hard and then they're gone. Are we uh we locked down here? Hey, uh Qatar. That is my name. Do you want to um, I mean, I'm going I'm going eventually, but do you want to uh, meet my parents? You gotta like cost up a little bit of the waters where you can meet meet your parents. I'm probably gonna go with Dahlia sometime soon. You don't have to come if you don't want to, I just I mean we're all very busy. I mean maybe we can do some some other stuff that isn't that and is less terrifying. I have to I have to see them. He kinda gets a serious face on. Stops joking. Um Oh boy. Can I say no? Can I say can I be honest and say I don't want to, but I know I probably should, huh? You can do whatever you want, Kentaro, but I'm going. They they deserve to see their son. I can't deny them that. Just because. Alright. What is it this time? Hello. I want to show you something. Is it less creepy than the last thing you showed me? I warn you it's dangerous and you'll have to act quickly. Do you still want to see what I have to show you? Can you at least show me proof that what you've done before has come to something good or not bad at least? What I've done before. The bank and the police station. I'm sorry. I can't tell you that. Oh, goodness. Have to act quickly. Do we have to? Why, we always, why can't you, like, come to us sooner with these things? Why is that click good? We are running out of time. Oh, show it. Tonight at 5.50 p.m., the Campbell College computer system backs up their data. A Project Unity research staff will send a report to Solzhenitsyn. I'm going to reroute a copy of that report to you. However, their computer security is run by an advanced AI. There is a high probability that they will discover the intrusion and take countermeasures. These people are not to be taken lightly, as you know. If you still want to do this, then when the computer asks you to accept the download, hit yes. But then they'll come for us. There is a chance, yes. Can't we just do it somewhere else? I'll go to one of those PC bangs. There is no time. You look, it's like 549. And then it turns to 550 in a little icon box and says, Would you like to accept the download? Oh my goodness. You have to hurry. Trust me. I look at Kentaro. Click yes. You're running out of time. I look at Kentaro. I mean, it's it could be another lead. Except. And it starts downloading very slowly. 
Kintaro kind of looks at you. What are they going to do? Make us move again? I can only hope. They've detected the transfer. There's no time to finish the download. I can't risk them finding me. I have to go now. What? There's no telling how long it will be before they receive your physical address, but the chances increase the more time goes by. I recommend you stop the download before that happens. As you are aware, they are known for taking matters into their own hands. I doubt it'll be police knocking at your door if they find you. I hope you find the file's contents useful. Goodbye. So the way this will work is it'll take 100 seconds for this thing to download. For each second, there's a cumulative 1% chance that they'll get your address. I.e., if you wait 30 seconds, it'll be a 30% chance. But you'll only get 30% of the file. So how long do you want to wait for you and the download and log off? Ooh. Going to wait... I want to say 32 seconds. Okay. So it'll be 32% chance that they'll get your address, right? You stop when it gets to 32, file download disconnected, and the file opens up. File says, a report on the conversion of anthropomorphs to elves. The conversion of elf kind to anthropomorphs has been well documented and the process sufficiently understood. However, after 15 years and thousands of platinum pieces worth of grants and other funding that has been poured into the research of the reversal of the process, we found ourselves no closer than when we were when we started. After receiving the device you provided, the mysteries of the reversal of the process have finally been cracked. The device is elegant in its efficiency and must have taken a wave of lucidity to design. In response to your first inquiry regarding conversion eligibility, conversion rates have been 100% across all generations of anthropomorphs with no observed side effects. Note, however, long-term studies are still underway. In response to your second inquiry regarding delivery methods, the standard single-unit application using similar biotubes to what people currently use to undergo transformation into anthropomorphs has been the delivery method used during testing. The mass delivery method you have provided schematics for show a high potential for success. However, testing proves difficult. Considering the delicate change of DNA required, a testing on any scale could result in any number of side effects and would be well out of the boundaries of all conventional experimental practices regarding Elven test subjects. We have designed a smaller version of the delivery device that will test the delivery method in smaller localized areas. It will only test the method, not the actual desired effect to be delivered. Instead, it will affect small changes in DNA that will most likely be overlooked by common population. Results of the test will be stored on the devices. After a short time, the devices should be collected and the results should give us all we need to perfect the mass delivery device. The device will require a large dispersal tower. Not as large as the RSF tower, though it certainly could work, it simply would be more than necessary. While the men here have worked tirelessly to provide the results you have asked for and we appreciate your generous donations to the college, I want to again voice my ethical concerns for your requests. The request for the confidential information naming our volunteer test subjects and their location is highly irregular and against all conventions. I didn't speak up when you requested that all volunteers have no next of kin and stayed quiet still when you asked that they all be held in temporary housing away from the general population for safety concerns." End quotes. But with your recent request to know the location of this housing, I am beginning to be concerned. The testing that our research requires to draw to completion is simply a criminal breach of ethics. While we've been willing to deliver these results to you under the promise that this will all stay theoretical, I cannot help but be skeptical. I highly doubt you would come so far as to develop these test delivery devices and not use them. I intend to report our findings to the board at the next meeting, and I would imagine it will go to the police from there. And then it, it starts getting garbled in just random numbers and symbols. But there's occasionally a letter in those numbers and symbols. That was a lot for 30-something percent. Turning people back into elves? When you look at and you piece together all the letters that remain, 
you get B Y D R B S T E I N. By Dr. B Stein? Solzhenitsyn. Does Solzhenitsyn end with a S T E I N? No. Community college. What community college did he say? Just Campbell College. He didn't say anything about community college. Even with this out this whole file, we know someone in Campbell College is in on Project Unity. We should show this to Victor. Yeah, I was about to call him down here. Want to go climb on the glass? No, I don't want to climb on the glass. You know why I don't want to climb on the glass? Why? Because I'm not a crazy person. Then you're missing out. I'm going to go climb on the glass. <laughs> I don't feel like making you make a check. <laughs> I climb up and tap on Vic's window. Tink, tink, tink. We'll say uh, your wife's at work. Sarah's at work. Hey, what are you doing? Open the window. Are you having a hard time holding on? Not at all. Uh-huh. I open up the window. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come down to our apartment. Okay, but I'm going to take the stairs or elevator because I'm, you know me and ledges. Lame. Okay, yeah, meet you there. <laughs> Instead, I go to my room, I grab my jetpack. <laughs> All right. And I start jetpacking down to his window. All right, you're waiting here. As he knocks on the window. How about this? He gets the idea. Go over, open the window. Come on in, Victor. <sighs> Hover in. See, isn't it great that we have all the space? We can use jetpacks and stuff. That's like the best. So what is it? Um, we might have to move. What? But check this out. I hold. I show them the, what we downloaded. So they're turning turning anthros back into elves. Seems like it. And Veem told us this report was going to Solzhenitsyn. Solzhenitsyn device delivery method. Hot button words. What all are they into? I mean, and who is Veem? I. I don't know. He didn't give us money this time. What the heck? I want more money. <laughs> Scumbag. So, what do we do? Conversion rates have been 100%. Does, do they mean they've done it before? Looks like they've done it, did it, and they're continuing to do it. And they're just trying to figure out how to do it to more than one person at a time. Why would they want to do this? It doesn't even sound like they're making an option. They want to force everyone back. Well, whatever they're trying to test. I don't think it's going well. Looks like this guy's starting to have second thoughts. Uh, so the, also there's a 32% chance that, uh, Solzhenitsyn or his goons know where we live. So, uh, we should probably get ready for that just in case. Know where you live? <laughs> we live in the same apartment building, Vic. I mean, on Vic's side, there's like 800 people that live in this apartment. Okay, yeah, so I'm sure they're just gonna come on and knock on just our door and kill just us. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm just joking with you, man. Uh, oh, this isn't good. Sarah really likes the apartment. I can't move Dahlia again. I don't have the money. If it comes to that, I can help. But it's not going to come to that. We should at least buy, like, security or something. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, we probably need to get security. Sarah at work? You know, came in, I was all dressed up, ready to show her off my new detective outfit, and she was gone. Left a note, it was nice, but she's got to work. Could only take off so long, you know? No, Vic, Vic, you weren't, you weren't wearing only the trench coat, were you? Shut up. <laughs> All right, can we, uh, this, look at this, hey, look at this report, huh? That's not about anything that's anything but the report. I mean, what do we, we can go to Campbell College, but what, are we going to start asking students, like, hey, do you work for Project Unity? Oh, yeah, good luck in Campbell College. I've heard of that college. Guess where it's at? Upper Kadesh. Well, like a graduation project for them? <laughs> yeah, a bunch of stuck-up jerks. I just went to Kadesh Tech. <laughs> you mean there's, there's people out there right now that were anthros and now... They're elves and they're just walking around? No, I don't think they're walking around. Here at the end, held in temporary housing away from the general population for safety concerns. And he does air quotes. Volunteers have no next to kin. Yeah, I, I have yeah, high hopes for these guys. I'm sure they're going to treat them real nice. Give them a nice little pat on the back and some money and send them on their way. But why? It can't just be like morbid curiosity. They have to 
have a reason they want to do this. You know, just wake up one day and be like, hmm, you know what? I'm just gonna turn all the anthros into elves. Like, yeah, and spend thousands of platinum pieces on it. All this testing would be against ethical procedures regarding elven test subjects. Maybe, maybe it'd be against the law. Wouldn't it be beyond them? Iron Comet. Maybe we can show this to Dahlia. What does all this have to do together? Shiva, this, the canister, what's going on? Wait, Solzhenitsyn was also charge of Project Dark, right? Yeah. So they want to make super soldiers, and they want to turn people into elves. I don't get the end game. Oh, Veeam didn't give us any money this time. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm aware, I know. I'm just letting Victor know. This Veeam guy always knows right what to say and when to say it. How does he know about us? How does he know we were investigating this, that we even knew about Solzhenitsyn? Have to, you know, the obvious answer is it's someone we know. But it had to be someone, like, really close to us. Who has tech savvy that we know that didn't get blown up in a vertebrate or killed on a SWAT raid or murdered underwater? Maybe or in a comet attack? Maybe Shiva? We haven't confirmed that she died in the crash. I don't know how tech savvy she was, but she's half tech. I can't think of anybody else. Unless Booker suddenly had a change of heart. <laughs> And I don't think he was exactly a savant when it came to... Yeah, I think he'd have trouble getting by the search bar. <laughs> He's like one of those guys that has like 500 extensions on his Internet Explorer. Because of course he is <laughs> using Internet Explorer. Let's make that much clear. Maybe, is there a Dr. Stein? I'm going to look for, I'm going to Google or equivalent for Dr. Stein. You fantasy Google Dr. Stein. And yes, there is a Dr. Benjamin Stein. Who I assume works or is like a professor at Campbell College. Yes. What kind of work, what does he teach? What kind of work does he do? What school is he part of? Bioengineering. And what kind of work has he done? Has he written books? Has he... Obviously, since he's a doctor, he's... Uh, what do you call it? A professor there. He's head of, a, of the research division, the R&D division, which has, in the past, churned out some different beneficial things that the city now uses. It's the... He's, like, one of the big guys that was able to get the bio part that you needed to make the um, augmentations that change your eye colors, like that one lady at the restaurant. Superficial stuff, but it all involves changing DNA in, in order to, you know, either accept augmentation or change in a beneficial way, help out pharmaceutical companies, that sort of thing. Does he have anything about hair growth? <laughs> yes, he said that despite all of our research, it's simply impossible. <laughs> it would be easier to graft on 900 different pieces of cybertech than to grow one follicle. I think you're right. We should bring this to your sister. You think? She's a lawyer, right? I mean, yeah, I guess we'd see what she thinks. Besides, we haven't talked to your sister in like, I don't know, 12 hours. I'm sure she's missed us and totally wants to continue to see us every day. <laughs> Why do you look so excited about seeing her? What? It's it does. It's just someone, you know, there was, I, um, you know, the Magical Mystery Tour, that's why. Yeah, you don't want to see all my family, just part of it. <laughs> and see all of that family member. Let's just go. And he shoves you, like, past you to go to the door. Let's just go to your sister's. <laughs> I got her key card right here. I mean, we should what? knock on the door because I don't know how to get in. Do you have her key card? No, that was Caleb. That was Caleb, Joe. Okay. And you go up to her apartment? I want to leave something on my door. I don't know. Some rig something. Just okay. so, like, if someone goes in, I know. If someone breaks in. Okay. What do you want to do? Uh, glass of water. That'd be hard to clean up. You just, like, lean it against the door as you close the door? Or I guess yeah. as you go out the window? <laughs> I'm going to go through the door this time. You go up to Dahlia's. She opens up the door and goes, oh, great, you guys. Hey, how uh, lawyery are you feeling right now? Uh, and she kind of opens the door all the way, and you see, like, a pile of papers that she was working on that interrupted her. Pretty lawyery. Uh, take a look at this. What is it? You're getting it? even more lawyery. She takes some time to read it, and Tara's, like, in the kitchen making tea or something. Anybody want any tea? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that'd be good. With some lemon. D Dahlia? Uh, no, no, thank you. Oh. 
Never mind. I'm not making any tea. I changed my mind. What? I want tea, though. Make your own. You just offered. Make me you tea. You pause. Unless I check your legs worked. Mm. Already at that stage, huh? Dahlia, tell him to make me tea. Uh, Kintaro, make him tea. Fine. <laughs> I, like, throw my arms up. Like, what the heck? This is... Is this reliable? I have no idea. I mean... Where'd you get it? A uh, hacker. A hacker. A hacker friend. Have you been messing with Veeam again? Other way around. <laughs> you hear go, nothing? <laughs> I mean, this is... You want my lawyer professional opinion, this is completely unadmissible in court. Okay. I mean, it might, it might, if you had a stack of other evidence, be enough to get an investigation to access the original files and see if they're there. And what if uh, Dr. Stein himself ratified it? That's a word, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Let me stick to the legal jargon. How about that, okay? If he... If he... Overruled. Validated. Overruled what the judge does. Please stop talking. If he validated this document, absolutely. Uh, I mean, if he had the sake to validate, he could probably have the access to give us the original. I mean, I'd have to have a lot of other evidence. I mean, like, if everything you guys talked about, all that stuff you're talking about, like the videos you guys have, the the recordings, the pictures, all the things you've put together, all the documents you've put together, if you could somehow get those, I could make some sort of convincing case, at least enough to attempt to get a trial, at least enough to bring it before a judge or some, some low court member to start the ball rolling. But, I mean, do you have any way of getting all that stuff? We're detectives now. That's, that's great. I just... Thought I'd tell you. Is that why you're wearing? I don't want to ask, but I have to now. Why well, I'm wearing the uh, trench coat, fedora, and a pair of uh, Hawaiian shorts and shirt. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> um, the only way we can get it back is if we get it from Captain Elson. And I didn't even know the Navy branch existed, so. Is Elson the only guy that has the data? There was a backup on Bird. Bird got destroyed in the attack. I don't. There was some on our systems on the boat, but I don't know how much of that got destroyed during the investigation. Well, with your clearance, can you check? It's not gone by now, yeah. So you got that? This Captain Elson, is that it? Um, do you think... Wait, wait. Shiva records everything she sees. We saw it. Yeah. But where's Shiva? So, I don't know. Yeah, if she's even still alive, but if she is, she would have it. I remember she would, she would back everything up to the our, our hard drive. She must have that all. And there's one other person. But I don't think it's... I don't think this person will be handing it over to us without any sort of convincing or a fight. What? Who? We have other friends? No. She's not a friend. Red. What do you mean? When Booker was in the hospital, before we thought she was involved in this, we gave her all that evidence, all those recordings, and hoped that she would disseminate the information. Yeah, that was kind of your idea, Landris. Yeah, Landris. Alright, that was really accusative. By the way, here's your dumb tea. Oh, thank you. Smile. He hands you some, to, uh, some as well. Oh, like, thanks. It doesn't have the lemon in it. And how we know Red won't brainwash us like she did Booker, probably. Yeah, I think Red's out. We have to choose. We want to pursue. If Shiva's alive, I want to find her. I mean, how many places can you go after you crash The city's pretty big. Shiva requires a large stretch of energy to keep running. She has very specific hardware needs, and she was probably damaged in the crash. She'd have to go to, like, a, a chop shop or something. Hmm. Good detective Give me my hat back, Vic. <laughs> I, like, pull it out of my pocket. I knew you would want it back. <laughs> Caleb kills himself. I brush it off and put it on. He shoots himself to get a new GM. <laughs> Kintara says, um, maybe, maybe with our new clearance, we can pull some stuff from the, from police reports. We can also check to see if they got anything from the, from the boat raid. We, we have to get him a hat, too. I don't want a hat. I'll get you a hat, no, man. All right, maybe, no, maybe if you gave it to me earlier, but the fact that I had to bring it up means I don't want it anymore. Now it's just condescending. 
It's gonna be a bowler hat. You want a bowler hat? Oh, bowler hat. No hats! Well, Victor forgot to get you a hat. I want to get you a hat. And, and Dolly goes, you look good in a, in a bowler hat. Well, I guess I'll wear a stupid bowler hat. I mean, if you get me one. We're getting her a hat, too. What kind of hats do lawyers wear? They don't. Please stop. Okay. You're not allowed to wear one in court. I, we I get her a wig. I think, I think We're going to get you actually, a wig. Actually, they put people on trial. People wear hats like yours for crimes against fashion. You talking to me or him? Oh, I think we all know who I'm talking to, Victor. Is it me or him? One person has a hat. The other person has an ensemble <laughs> that is, I think, if would make my eyes bleed if it wasn't for the fact that I have cybernetic eyes. I don't have cybernetic eyes. I'm just trying to come up with a joke here. Point is, go get the stuff. And if you can get it, I'll compile it. And I can at least make a case for you to present to whoever you think would, would listen to you guys who has enough credit with you guys that actually trust you and believe you and would give it a fair shot. But I gotta warn you, my rates are pretty expensive. They're pretty high. Oh, come on. I'm paying for your house. Oh, you're going to play that, will you? You're going to play that card from the bottom of the deck. <laughs> Look, I've also got to warn you, now that you bring it up, and it's not helping my case, but uh, lock all your doors at night all the time and be, like, wear a chameleon suit to sleep because... I'm sorry, what? Um, the people who are behind this document might know where our address is. He traded your safety for the document. You did what? It was the only thing we had to go on. So you... We just moved here. I know. Well, they don't have your address. What Calm were you down. Thinking? Project Unity. Yay. Oh my goodness. Hey, I could have. We, we got a good chance. It's only thirty-two percent. You're real pain in the butt sometimes. You know that. You, you still have the suit, right? Yeah, I got the suit. It's a real joy to sleep in. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't really want to do it myself. Let's go get your evidence. Make this worth it at least. Oh, and there's a storm coming. Yeah, I saw the news. There's a storm coming. And that storm is the detectives of the Psycho Squad unit. <laughs> Landris now looks really sad. Your little ears go down, your little cybernetic ears. <laughs> Alright, let's go. I didn't want to rest and have a normal day anyway, so let's just go and try to get in trouble by looking at files we're not supposed to look at. I need to get out of these shorts. But Please yeah. do. Okay. Please, can you can you look uh, like a cop for once? For once? Can you just not for once? I go in and I get shirt and tie and some uh, Dahlia? Yeah. I was um I was thinking of going to see mom and dad. <sighs> I think they'd like that. I know they would. I I wouldn't, but do you wanna come with me? Yeah. Yeah, I got some time later on in the week. Maybe we can do something nice. I'm like what? I I don't know. I'm not good at these things. Don't worry, I'll help you make a good impression. <sighs> Thanks. I I really am sorry. Just make it worth it. I I did warn you. You chose to stay. I warned you. So you don't get to be angry at me. This is what I wanted to avoid. This is hard enough without you on my back, too. Is that what you see? After what? All this. You're going to pull out the one time I lost my temper, and that's what you're going to throw on my face? Yeah, I'm going to respond to the one time you freaked out on me. Yeah, I'm going to respond to that. If anyone you think could give somebody a little slack for making a small mistake, you think it'd be you. Okay, fine. Sorry. I shouldn't have gotten mad at you. I should have just realized, hey, this comes to the territory. Now my life's going to be in danger every other day. Is that not what I said? I told you. You said you wanted to be in my corner, and I told you that everyone in my corner was dead. Look, I'm sorry. Don't want that for you, but you chose this. You, you can you can go. You can. I would love it if you were safe. You don't have to be part of the investigation squad, but you can't be half in. It's either all in or nothing. I told you I'd work to clear your name, and I'm going to do that. Are you sure? Yes. Thank you. I love you. Love you too, bro. I hug her. She kind of gives you a, a... She's not really into the hug. <laughs> well, uh... Go get you that evidence. Yeah, good luck. Thanks. Can Tara's, like, waiting for you in the hallway? Alright, buddy, what took you so long? Uh, uh... Nothing. I said it. You you weren't asking her for more of her shirts, were you? No. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna leave Bird with Dahlia. Okay. She's coming to see my parents now. Do you want to come? Well, I was already thinking about coming before. No, uh, let me think about it. Like I said, I don't really want to see them either. But it's for them, not me. I just don't want to be a disappointment. You? Yeah. What do you mean? He kind of like puts his arms out. I'm not sure I scream. Wow, look, your son's doing a great job. I disagree. <laughs> wow, well, that's very sweet of just, you. Just, um, just... Oh, this homeless guy, uh, uh, who recently... No, re- I'm sorry. He's recently now does have a home, but mostly homeless guy who, uh, just kind of just gigs around town where he, uh, just kills people for money. Oh, and now he's part of Psycho Squad. Hey, are you proud of me yet? Thumbs up. Hey, we, we can... We can dress that up. Just, um, you are a bodybuilder. Don't say you're a street fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom will call you a brute the entire night. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So build everything um, on a lie or make be ashamed of what I am. See, this is, this is the reasons I don't want to do this. It's, it's not a lie as much as it is uh-huh, surviving uh-huh. a constant barrage. Just really sweetening of... this, 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 the pot for me. Mm, can't wait. My mom's really tough, okay? Can't wait to be there. This is hard. <laughs> be right behind you. Let's go get in trouble. Seems the only thing we're good at anyway. Yeah. Vic meets you in the hallway. Got on a shirt that's like all but the top button buttoned up, you know, and it's got a tie, but it's like, it's not all the way up. It's like loose and everything. I thought we were cops, not spies. Got a toothpick in my mouth. (laughs) What are you talking about? You're really trying hard to cover up that bald spot, huh? Shut up. (laughs) Could be nice to me every now and then. Look, uh, did you warn Sarah? No, she's working. Well, leave a note or something so she knows. Yeah. I write a little note. Okay, please, guys, we are in a cyberpunk era. You can call or leave a text or something other than writing down a note. <laughs> With my ink and quill. You send her a message that says, hey, you could die. Be careful. You probably already knew that, but yeah. Maybe like spend the night with Dahlia or not back or something. Okay, I'll, I'll text her that. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. My friend Christian and I were just trying to find some eggs at this Easter egg hunt. Hey, Caleb, do you think these guys would be interested in joining us? You know, I bet they would. I mean, if they listen to Trailblazers, they gotta be cool, right? If role-playing games are your thing, why don't you guys check out our other podcast, Pathfinder Academy? Why don't you try some of our favorite episodes? One of mine definitely has to be the one we did on character death. That was a great one. It's always good to know how to handle big moments like that in your game. You can find Pathfinder Academy on iTunes. We've got a bunch of other ways to listen, too, so go onto our site, tblazer.net, for a complete list of the ways you can listen. So go ahead, eat some chocolate bunnies, exchange baskets of candy, grab some dice, and join us. Man, Christian, I can't wait to hatch one of these suckers and get my very own dragon. Caleb, you know these are plastic, right? They're just filled with chocolate. Wait, what? The Central Police Headquarters in Lower Kadesh, the main lobby. So what do we do first? We want to go to records and see if we can't track what's happening with shiva or do we want to check archives first see if they have any of that stuff in the raid we can do both okay well that's why i use the word first but i'm glad you're keeping up with us no i mean there's three of us one of us can do oh one split and... up that always goes well we're in the police station but i'll tell I you what go i'll the... check the strange noises downstairs and you can go to the attic without turning on any lights and keep asking is anyone there don't bring any weapons any other clever ideas victor let's go to the archives shiva Evidence is going to be there. Um, ours might not be. Go to the archives, and there's this really big woman. And she's doing like that stereotypical okay. way where she's like filing down her nails. 
and like her lipstick's on way too bright. Can I help you? Uh, yeah, we're, we want to access the records on the uh, Psycho Squad mission to capture insurgents Landers, Maliais, and Victor Irons. She's like just chewing gum and like staring at you blankly. Uh-huh. Okay, listen, honey, I need to know a report name. I can't go off of that. Uh, Psycho Squad mission Jimmy Lang's the best. Uh-huh. Let me look that up real quick for you. And she just like stares at you and like just after four seconds go, nope, nothing under that. Look, it was one, two, it was three Psycho Squad missions ago. Chronological order. Can you figure that one out? Let me see. Nope. What do you mean no? Need a police report name. I have a date. I have a time. I have every officer involved with the raid. How would I even get the name of it? That's why I'm here. I don't know. If you were anywhere near good at your job, maybe you would know. My job is using the resources available to me. These archives are one of the resources available to me that I'm trying to use, and you're stopping me. It's your own lack of memory. It's stopping you. Police, any report name. Did we at any point hear a report name? Yes, but I'm not going to tell you where. Wait, we did? Can you tell me when? <laughs> oh, come on, Kayla. <laughs> you have everything you need. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't have a clue. Well, it sucks. <laughs> uh, it's right there. It's somewhere. But, uh, it's right where? It's right there. <laughs> it's right where? Anything else? Katara goes up to him and says, All right, listen, lady. I just gotta say, we can, we gotta be able to work something out, right? Right? And she kind of looks him up and down and goes, I don't think so. And he goes, listen. And he puts his hand up, like, on the, on the countertop. If you don't manage to find a way to get your fat butt off of that chair and back into the archives to get us what we need, I swear to goodness gracious, you're gonna go home limping. And she kind of, like, strains herself up and goes, how dare you say that to my face? Well, I'd say it behind your back, but my car's only got half a tank of gas. <gasps> She'll be hearing from my attorney. Oh, is that the law offices of Hagen and Das? <gasps> and she's like super offended. What's a car? We have Hagen Das. Murder bird. Ugh. <laughs> Does he mean fantasy Hagen Das? Yeah, fantasy Hagen Das. Listen, these are great jokes. She kind of, kind of like smiles and leans forward and folds her hands together and goes, "Could it be that you simply just don't have the information? Could it be that failures like you?" just would never amount to anything, like everyone knows you never would. And he goes, could it be that the nails that hold your chair together are made from adamantine? <laughs> it's forced entry of vessel number 675. She breaks the look from Kentara, looks over at you and goes, I'll look it up for you, sir. Kind of starts typing. You're welcome, um, Adam, and thank you. Finally, someone who has their manners. By the way, that shade of eyeshadow is just working for you. Thank you. You're welcome. I just glare at Kentaro. Usually, I, I don't wear any. I'm, I'm a little shy. And Kentaro goes, of what? A metric ton? Kentaro, shut up! <laughs> just, you know what? Looks like the computer's having some errors. This might take some time. Hey, Landris. Yeah? Get Kentaro out of here. Uh, hey, Kentaro. What? I think we have to use the bathroom. <laughs> What? Yeah, come on. Ugh. Gets all for the best. If we stayed around here, we might get caught up in her orbit. And when he's gone, after all, she's like, I have it here. Yes, we have several things recovered from the forced entry. Thank you. Uh, By the way, you want to tell the listeners where you got that number from? From the, uh, the reports? Nailed it. On us. It's called future-proofing your game, son. That's why you useless information like that. Later on, it comes in handy. Well, I gave Lang the thing back. I wasn't going to metagame. 
I think my threat level's gone up to seven. <laughs> yeah, high investigative skills. <laughs> As you're walking away, Katara's like, I would tell her she needs to get a tan, but they'd be asking a lot of the sun. Here, I got it. <laughs> Thank you, Vic. Are you all right, Katara? You're kinda... I thought I was bad at interviewing people, but you're horrible at getting information. I mean, good grief. You gotta know when to sweet talk people and know when to threaten. Or whatever you were doing. <sighs> Dissing. Problem was, it was crowded in there. Three of us, six counting her. You seem kind of tense. Are you alright? You get a list of things recovered, and some of that is data, some of that is hard drives, and a mostly destroyed bird unit. Hey, they still got some of the stuff here. We should grab it while we can. Put copies on new bird. Oh, wait. I love bird die. We'll just get crystals. So, would that other stuff be in the har archives, or would it be in, like, evidence locker room? You gotta go back to her, and she'll we'll check it out for you. Let me go back and see. No, no, no. He kind of takes it for you. I got this. No, wait, let let Vic get that. Let's go get the no, sheet no, of stuff. No, 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 no. I got this. Katara, no. <laughs> we we work here. That is our co-worker. <laughs> co-worker? Her? Oh, please. She would do better sitting next to a bubbling cauldron than she would a computer system. Get them all out. Come on, before you go in there. <laughs> no, you're right. And he slams the thing against your chest. Whatever. All right, what, all, what else do you need? Just get the data. Get the hard drives and the bird unit. Okay. Hey. Hey. Is that what you want? Yeah, I want the hard drive and the bird unit. Hmm. Let me see the paper, please. Yes, ma'am. Here you go. And a wink at her. Uh, hmm. I'll make a diplomacy check, you little scout. <laughs> 17? She goes, oh, I'm sorry, honey. This has been sealed by the commissioner himself. Mr. Shaw's orders. No one gets this information without somebody of high clearance. And you guys just don't have it. I'm sorry. Hmm. Okay. Well, thanks for trying. Sorry, honey. Wish I could help you. Yeah. No, I know. And uh, sorry about him, you know. He's just oh, having a friend. really bad day. Not really my friend. Just my coworker. He don't have to take it out on everybody else. Yeah. I I'm he sorry. can't remember report names. Yeah. Anyway, thanks a lot. Thanks for all, all your help. See you later, honey. <sighs> bad news, guys. What? The commissioner has got all that sealed off. What, with, like, tape? Commissioner? Yeah, Commissioner Shaw. Why would he seal all this stuff off? What does he care? I don't know why. I'm just telling you that he did. Wait, go so back in there and ask the cow why. How can we get it unsealed? We gotta go through his office. Or through him. Shaw himself? Yeah, I mean, it, you gotta have some, something from him to say we can get it. We can't go around him somehow? Like, couldn't Hannibal get us that stuff? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we could hack it, but... I I don't know. I'm just giving you the information. I'm just bouncing ideas off. I know, but you, I, I'm not really the brains. You're the brains. I'm flattered. <laughs> what is with him today? What was that? What? Nothing. Yeah, no, you really did the brains. Um, I'll be right back. What? I go back to the lady. I'm sorry, sweetie. Uh, I, mean, I mean, um, I just really find it hard to <laughs> peel myself away from you. But, um, do you know why he has that sealed off? Is there any way you could figure find that out for me? Well, honey, I really don't know why. I don't get informed on what gets sealed and why. I just look it up and the computer tells me why. And the only way to get to that is through him or through his office, huh? Someone with his level clearance uh, looks like a level below him, but you have to be pretty high. What about Captain DeWitt? Let me see. You should type some things. Mm, he would have the clearance, yeah. Okay, thanks. Uh, I'll uh, see you later. Right, bye. So it looks like Captain DeWitt does have clearance. See what we can get him to do. That's all you have to do is go ask politely. All right, let's let's finish this up and then we'll look for Shiva. As we start to walk off, and I'm gonna let Kantaro walk ahead. I want to kind of just hold back Lamrish for just a second. Huh? We need to watch him. What? Just trust me. We need to watch him. What are you talking about? We opened up a box. He's fine. We need to watch him. 
I, I'm okay, fine. Get off me. I'm sorry, man. I just, I'm concerned. I'm sure he's fine. He would say something if something was wrong. We didn't. What? I was crying the whole time. What are you talking about? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Police headquarters in Lower Kadesh. Captain Hannibal DeWitt's office. You knock on DeWitt's door? Mm-hmm. Enter. Well, if it isn't uh, the esteemed members of Psycho Squad, though, what do I owe the wonderful pleasure of seeing you more than I've called you in a day? Uh, we're just doing some investigations and found our clearance insufficient to uh, look at 4th century of vessel number 675. Investigations? I was not aware you were continuing any investigations. Are we not allowed to? I suppose initiative is not something that's common to Psycho Squad, so I suppose just color me surprised. For some reason, Shaw sealed the files. We don't really know why. And why is it that you need these files? For my magic trick, remember? Hmm. Make a diplomacy check. 29. Well, if the good commissioner himself has sealed it, I'm going to need a little more information than some vaunted magic trick. Well, as you can tell, we've interacted with this crystal before. This technology that drives people insane. Some of the data we had on the boat pertain to that. It could be used in this investigation. If you were to put a percentage on it, how confident you are that the information you are looking for will be helpful to me and to this case, what would that be? 50-50? We don't even know what's left of the information. He's doing that thing again where he's, he's, he's letting the ash grow along on the cigarette. I'll tell you what. He reaches over to his communicator. Uh, it's one of those built-in station ones onto his desk, and he hits some buttons, and he puts it up to his head. Commissioner Shah, this is DeWitt. I'm doing fine, sir. I have a question for you. I was going through some old files doing some due diligence, and I came across a sealed file, a forced entry of vessel number 675. I'm curious as to, uh, it says that you sealed it personally. Do you happen to remember why? I see. Yes, thank you, sir. Sorry to bother you. And he hangs up. Hmm. And he finally kind of digs the cigarette in, not even while they knock off the ash and can't use it. He just kind of puts it out into the ashtray and goes, I was just ordered by the commissioner to leave it sealed and to be sure to take it upon myself personally that no one accesses it for the next hour. Do you understand what that means? Is that your next data purge? You're close enough in about an hour. Somebody's going to come and remove that. There's no other possible reason he would have me do this. And the fact that someone above my head wants this not to be looked at, well, that's the reason I got into this job in the first place. And he hits a couple buttons on his PDA and says, I've unlocked it, you have the clearance. Make the best of it. I'm having a feeling it will be disappearing very soon. Thank you, sir. I'm taking a risk with you, Malaeus, but you look like you're onto something. I have my men look into you, what you said about the boxes. And lo and behold, in the middle of our investigation, just a few hours after you came to me with your report, a recall was issued on those particular boxes. They're all gone, taken away. I think you stumbled onto something. Well, sir, we're not your, uh, your usual psycho squad. That much is becoming clearer and clearer. Best hurry up. Yeah. One last thing. Yeah. I think uh, some paperwork is going to be lost. No need to return the items you're about to check out. Duly noted. Dismissed. As soon as we get out the door, I start running down the hallway. <laughs> Every time you like go by like a window or something, you like you walk and then you run <laughs> yeah. and you walk, then you run. Yeah. You get down there. Guitar's like, now she has to give it to us. Let me go in. No, Guitar, please. <laughs> we we only got a certain amount of time. All right, all right. Hey, uh, we have clearance. Can you get us those file, the information that whatever? Give us the stuff. Well, guess I should just give you the stuff, huh? Please, please, pretty please, with cherries and algae and all that on top? Make a diplomacy <laughs> check at minus five. 
Oh no, that's horrible. It's like twelve. I'll see. I've got some other things to do, but take a seat there. All right, Landry, it's up to you, bud. Uh, Man, please. Um, Chief DeWitt himself has just unsealed these files for us. It's imperative that we get to them as soon as possible. Well, I'll be sure to give you access as soon as possible for me to do so. It wouldn't be bothering you this much if it wasn't very important. Some guys enter the room, and these are shady guys. And when I say shady, they're wearing shades. They have sunglasses, white shirt, black tie, black pants, and each of them look pretty much like the other person. And they kind of like push past you almost by with an air of authority. And they say, excuse me, ma'am. Ma'am, and they kind of tap on us. He goes, we're going to need you to let us in. Uh, well, what are you going to be checking out? Ma'am, just let us in. Well, I'm kind of busy, actually, so why don't you take a seat? Ma'am, I'm sorry, but uh, we have a level six clearance. He goes, well, I don't really care what clearance you have. No one's allowed behind this gate unless I give them the A-okay. So why don't you take your shiny little butt and sit down? And they kind of look at each other and have no other course, but they sit down. I'm like sideways glancing them, trying to get a better look at them. It's like nighttime all the time and they have sunglasses on. They have to be cool. They would be lost in a crowd of three. But they're elves. Uh, yes. From their features, full-blooded. Hmm. Suspish. Alright, Mr. Irons. Yes, ma'am? <clears throat> she kind of hits a button and you're chink, and the gate opens up. So do I walk behind it? Back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, do that. And there's, you're in like almost a man trap now. She hits a button, closes, and then no one opens in front of you. And you're just kind of in a room that has a sort of uh, like transfer box, which means you pull, it's almost like a drawer that like when you pull on it, you can get into it, but somebody pulls from the other side. And she walks behind, she grabs some stuff, and she puts it in the drawer and hits a button, and a magnetic lock releases so you can pull it. Mm-hmm. And it is what you requested a box full of uh, what remains of the bird unit and the hard drives. Okay, I take it and I pocket it. And she, she gives you a clipboard to sign. I sign it. Here you go, hon. I'm sorry about earlier. Make sure you get those back by tomorrow. Okay. And the guy's kind of looking and go, uh, ma'am? She goes, busy. And you like look around and like, there's no one else in the room. And they kind of like, oh. Hey, you got that um murder scene evidence? Yeah. Bloody finger, all that. Great. Let, let's go check it out. Let's go. Are right, you checking this out at another PC bong? You're going home. You're doing it in the police station. What are you doing? Well, super suspicious of these guys and that they're going to follow us. Um, I mean, I guess we're going to start heading out of the police station to see if these people follow us. Okay, perception checks for everyone. 32. 25. You are confident, Lanris, and you're fairly sure, Victor, that you're not being followed. Good. All right, where are we taking this stuff? We need to get it transferred over to Bird, just in case. Bird's with Dahlia. I know. How quick can he be here? Do you want to bring this back to Dahlia? If they put a seal on that, how much do you want to bet they have some way of tracking it? I say we get it off of this onto Bird or onto something as soon as we can. And I don't think going home with it is the best idea. We could go to one of those computer places again and we can buy a hard drive, whatever. We should buy a couple. Yeah, we'll buy several. Yeah, we can each, we'll each have one on our persons. That way if something happens, we'll at least use two other backups. Okay, that's the plan. Let's go do that. Psychedelic Sally's PC Bong. Lower Central Kadesh. You guys go there and she's like, back again so soon, huh? Oh yeah, your facilities are great. All right, you buy uh, three hard drives from her, it'll be 100 gold each. All right. Go into one of the things and you start transferring. You have mm-hmm. to, it takes some time because you have to piece together it from all the hard drives and what's left on Bird. But you end up getting essentially a coherent and most of the data. Nice. Wow. I can't believe DeWitt stuck his neck out for us like that. Yeah, he's he's a pretty, pretty cool guy. I mean, when you compare him to people like Anubis and Quetzalcoatl, I guess he's okay. I mean, 
<laughs> Look at what we have to measure him against. His superior told him not to do that, and his name's going to be all over it. I mean, yeah, he's, he's helped us out a lot more than I thought he would have. Did you hear what he said about the boxes? They got recalled? That was convenient. I have a feeling we had something to do with that. Mm. Maybe they had a sensor for when it was removed. Or maybe the frickin' police department leaks like a sieve. True. I think uh, Hannibal needs to redefine what trusted means. Especially most trusted, I believe the words you used. <laughs> but hey, I mean, that's... It's probably the worst possible move on their part, right? Now Hannibal knows that he's right, that we're right. I'm going to give the um, bird and the other, the, all the stuff I took out, I'm going to give that to Landris to take back there. I'm giving you that so you could take it back so then it's not the same person. Currently, you have three hard drives, all the same data on each of you. One one drive and the, on each the, of you. Where, where it came from, correct? Yes, and the originals. Yeah. I mean, what do we do with the originals? I guess. We, I mean, we had to keep them. Copies are nowhere near as strong in the court of law as the original. Let's just divvy them up. You take Bird and me and Landers, me and Vic will split the hard drives. All right. Guys, I mean, I don't want to get my hopes up, but this is this is progress. I hate to think it, but we might actually get out of Psycho Squad. If we're getting out one way or another, rather it be this way. I just, I just don't want people to think we're murderers. Well, long shot on that one, buddy. Well, the bad kind of murderers. Like I said, the court of popular opinion, I believe we will lose every time. Hey, but in the court of my opinion, I think you're adorable. How about that, huh? And he kind of ruffles your hair like a child. <laughs> and he kind of pulls on your nose ring again. Now stop out. It's still tender. Let's go. I forgot to dye my hair. You guys head back to your house and someone bumps into you, which happens often. But this, I make a point to tell you because he looks like somebody you know. He's wearing a flat top wide brim hat, a black suit, and he's carrying a briefcase. And he says, oh, excuse me. And he looks just like those robots Alarak had with him. It's uncanny, which of course makes sense because they all look the same because they were robots and not individuals. And he kind of brushes past you and says, excuse me, and kind of continues to move on past you. Kintaro kind of shares a knowing glance with you too. Going to call Dahlia? Yeah. What's up? Hey, is everything okay up there? Yeah, bird unit is like hitting the wall like he somebody called him and he's trying to get back to him, but they're inside a building, so he can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, everything's fine. Just uh, we're we're coming back in. We saw something weird though. Be get ready for weird stuff, please. Okay. Is Sarah with you? No, I think she's still at work. Okay, just just get ready for weird stuff. Okay. Um, so I'm not the only one that saw that, right? Uh, no, no. Okay, so maybe they went in our maybe they went in our room. Maybe there's a bomb in our room. I don't know. I think we should follow them. But what about what about Dahlia? Dude, fate has just thrown us a bone. I'll tell you what. I'll go check on Dahlia. You two follow that guy. Oh, of course you want to check on Dahlia. Dude, we don't have time for this. We're losing him. If we're going to follow him, we need to follow him now. You begin to lose him in the crowd already. Yeah, let's let's follow him. Let's go. I can see this person, correct? Yes. I'm going to denote him as my quarry. Okay. Whenever he is following the tracks of his quarry, a ranger can take 10 on his survival skill check while moving at normal speed without penalty. Okay. He, it's kind of actually kind of hard to keep track of him because he's really steady. He's like, no, he knows where he's going. Mm -hmm. uh, but eventually you get to sort of uh, the, what is this sort of big office building? It kind of, there's a uh, sort of slight incline. It's not going down into a deep basement. It's only like two steps down. This These big two sort of double metal doors and he opens them up and he goes in and he closes it behind him. Does this building have any kind of labels on it? Yes, it's sort of like a uh, a rental space that you can rent office space and it's got all sorts of you know, styles for, for every need. Do you need only one room? You can get one room. Need a whole floor? Get a whole floor. <laughs> what do you think, Vic? Want to make a Z pattern out of the rooms you rent? Go ahead. <laughs> <sighs> 
You got your uh, investigating cap on? Yeah, let's go do it. I'm going to try and sneak up and peer in like windows if I can. You see what is sort of like a vestibule area. And then there's sort of in the distance, you see just a couple people. But they're they're, they're like, it's like a little tiny window into another room. Let's look for another way in. Hey, I'm following you. Go ahead. I'm going to look for another way in other than the obvious front door. Windows, fire escapes. Hey, Vic, can you get the latch on this window? Absolutely, I can. 12. You actually break the lock. Okay, um, there's 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 other windows. That's fine. We we limited one of their escape paths. Good thinking. Yeah, that's totally what I was doing. And look, there's another window over here. I gotta take a 10 for 21. Alright, you get it open. It'll be a little squeeze, because it's one of those small windows that you have near the basements, but you can get in. It's gonna open it and listen first. Kinda sounds like singing. Oh no. Male or female singing? Sounds like a lot of singing. Oh. Do you hear that? Yeah. Why is there singing? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna sneak in. Alright, you get in. Let's say you're kind of, you snuck into a bathroom. It's off the vestibule. Okay. He peeks uh. out the door and I'm like over him. Like there's two heads sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy like washing his hands and he just kind of slowly turns around and leaves. It's gonna go deeper into the bowels of the beast. Why do you have to say bowels? <sighs> Flush. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go. Hey. <laughs> you know what? What? We ended up in the bathroom together. <laughs> And it comes full circle. End of the episode, end of the season. Season two is complete. Thank you all for participating. Come on, let's go. Yeah. You guys go kind of into the vestibule area and there's some people, uh, very few people like loitering. One person's like, oh, welcome. And they and they open the door for you. And going in, you're greeted with this huge sort of almost auditorium. And there's all these people, dozens and dozens, maybe even hundreds of people. And they're all singing. Usually I pick songs that have lyrics that if you pay attention involve the story or later on you're like oh you look back to it oh that makes sense this is a couple lyrics that are very specific to a certain religion you're gonna have to just disregard those all right uh but most of it is the way i usually pick songs all right you'll know because you hear specific things like oh that's a actual person from this person's religion so i'm guessing that's not in this world when the guy says welcome like welcome to what the meeting sir that's why you're here correct yeah i think just as you mean there is what looks like a church service. There's a worship group in the front, there's a podium, and there's a whole group of people facing this podium, and they're all singing this song. Keep your eyes on the pride. Sort of a call and response song. Do we stick out terribly? No, there is people from all walks of life around here, everywhere. You look around and like that person, he could work in the Sanhedrin office, and the guy next to him looks like he could clean toilets. It's very diverse. Every sort of race. Vic, what's going on? I think it's a church. Or temple or something. Religion, you know? Oh, that's boring. I'm not really a religious person. Are you? So many people here. As you say that, more people are filling in behind you. Seems to be a very popular gathering. Wait a second. What? Do you don't think these people are Comet, do you? Comet's a gang, isn't it? Not a religion. I consider it both, really. Really? I mean, people... I don't know. I, I'm super. I'm super suspicious of yeah, looking around. Yeah, Caleb. Now. I want to look and see if there's any symbols or anything. Towards the front are these banners that have the symbol of Comet. You see that guy that you were tracking talking to Alarak, who is leaning against the side wall quite a ways from you. Good thing we're wearing these hats for disguises. <laughs> we fit in with the stupid hats. Oh my goodness. We look like Comet members because we're wearing stupid clothes. <laughs> Uh, we should get the hell yeah, out of here. This is Somebody comes up to the podium, and this guy that comes up looks almost exactly like Tar. Matter of fact, it could be Tar. What? What? He gets up to the podium, and 
he kind of raises his hands to address the crowd, but the music kind of dies down a little bit, but still continues. I am Mojo Ryzen, the High Lord. And you hear everyone go, Mojo Ryzen. When he, right after he says Mojo Ryzen. Mojo Ryzen. <laughs> <laughs> the time is coming when we shall return to the home world. And we will be transformed into the likeness of our Lord. On that day, the great calamity will appear in the sky, and we shall inherit the land as our birthright. So says I, Mojo Ryzen. Mojo Ryzen! It is our birthright, and when he comes calling, we will be found not just waiting for him, but going about his business in anticipation of his coming. Some have questioned our gatherings. We must not cower in fear. If any enforcers of the rule of law find us, what would it matter? I feel a great swell of pity for anyone who would come to one of our gatherings looking for trouble. And everyone sort of laughs a little bit. And he says, so says I, Mojo Ryzen. Mojo Ryzen. Alarak, come forth. The people wish to hear you speak. And Alarak kind of straightens up. And you see he was kind of discussing something with that guy you were tracking. And like looking in the briefcase. And he walks over to the to the podium. Mojo Ryzen stands aside. And Alarak addresses. I am Alarak, first descendant to the High Lord of Comet. Mojo Ryzen. Mojo, Mojo Ryzen. Hear me and believe. A time is indeed coming when we shall shake off the shackles of the past and dash the false promises we have been fed to the ground to be tread underfoot. And they who fed us these lies will pay for the trespasses against us. And he, it looks like he's about to sort of continue, but Mojo Ryzen gets in front of him and sort of sort of trying to nonchalantly, but he is very intentionally interrupting him and goes forward and says, so are the words of Alarak. And uh, Alarak kind of steps aside, obviously knowing what's happening. He almost has, you see, he's a, a sort of sinister smile you've seen on Alarak before when he thinks he's trying to get something over on you. You see that same smile on him as he kind of backs away from the podium. And uh, Mojo Ryzen continues and says, <clears throat> we must keep our eyes on the prize and know that any sacrifice is worth it. Our God has promised us the prize. And one day, whether we perish in his service or ascend next to him on the calamity from the sky when he returns, we will look at him and stare him in the eye and say, give me the prize. So says Mojo Ryzen. Mojo Ryzen! Now, people of Comet, worshippers of our dark god, the Lord Baphomet, praise him. Vigorously singing songs of praise. And one guy kind of turns to you and goes, hey, 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 why aren't you guys singing? Uh, kind of new. Haven't learned them all. Oh, you, oh you're new? You're, you're new. Hey guys! Oh no! Guys, we got, we got somebody new! Oh, that's all right. No, no, they need to know. You've joined us. Hey guys! M Mojo Ryzen! And he's Mojo like waving Ryzen. his hands, <laughs> and he's trying to flag down Mojo Ryzen. I think we should try to walk mm -hmm. away. Yeah, gotta try to leave nonchalantly. As you guys kind of leave, a very, very big guy who is a big guy kind of puts his hand forward and like on your chest and says, "Where are you going?" Uh, I was gonna use the bathroom. 
Oh, it's right over there. Thanks. Yeah, I really gotta, really gotta go. All right, you go to the bathroom. We gotta get out of here. Let's get the hell out the window and go. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, you guys, get out the window and you, you go. What the hell was that? Mojo Ryzen? That that guy looked just like Tar, right? I wasn't imagining that. Yeah, he he did. Am I racist? Oh, uh, we, we're both racist. If so. Oh, goodness. Okay, let's let's head back. Let's get out of here. Yeah, like quick. I think that's enough investigating for a while. What is all that about? Bahamut? No idea. Never heard of him. Sounds like a stupid name like Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, or Anubis. Who makes banners? Come on. They, they had to set it to a print shop. No one thinks that's weird. There's a lot of them. Yeah, like a lot of them. And they sing. Look like Alaric was planning something. Yeah, they're definitely planning something. No, it gets that Mojo Rising guy like he cut him off. Alarak was like, haha, all according to plan. It seems like his kind of thing. What do we do? I'm gonna make sure, uh, Dahlia is okay. I'm gonna call Dahlia again. Hey, bro. Hey, is everything okay? <laughs> no, stop it. Yeah, yeah, Kintaro's here. It's- what are you doing? Um, waiting for you. What are you doing? Taking your time is the answer. Um, breaking into a religious cult by accident. You know, I am now exactly, exactly right now at this very point beginning to regret saying I'm gonna try to help you out. <laughs> This is the point. We found it right here. Did Kentaro get you the data? Uh, no. Hey, Kentaro, do you have some data? Oh, yeah. Here, look. I got it right here. Yeah, he's got it. How did he forget <laughs> the work? Ah. We're heading back. All right. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kentaro, I don't like that. That's a... <laughs> How are they? What's the matter, man? You? They're having fun. Is it? I'm, like, imagining stuff, right? Like, all the time? Kentaro's not, like, totally into Dahlia, right? Oh, no. He totally is. Yeah, he was, like, <laughs> checking her out when, at, when we were at the water park and all that. But that was, like, sarcastic, right? He was, like, just trying to mess with me? No, he he wants her. Don't, uh, <laughs> you think so? Vic, you're not helping at all! You're the worst kind of friend! <laughs> I'm just saying the truth, man. It, he's, like... No, he's a he's a better person than that. He wouldn't do that to me. Yeah, mate, yeah you're, you're probably right. Probably. <clears throat> so, yeah, we need to get back. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> walk with a hurried step <laughs> all right you get back to your apartment ding floor 236 wherever the heck you're at wow that'd be ridiculous no, you, tall. Well, I, guess up I gotta go I, I gotta go get kentaro and bird so i go into dahlia's apartment opens up from the inside and guitar's laughing he's like ah, ah there you are hey um we broke into a comet meeting it was weird you did what yeah they just were having a meeting in a venue uh, there's this guy that looked just like tar it was really do weird. Do you want to come in? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Tell them what happened. That's crazy. You saw Alarak? Good thing he didn't see you. Yeah, I know. And what's that guy's name? Mojo, Mojo Rising. Why did you do that? That's how you say it. it's Mojo Rising. Tell you what, there's some Mojo Rising in this place. <laughs> there was a something weird they said. He said that they'd been lied to by what sounded like the government was what I got out of it. A bunch of fanatics who think the government lied to them. Well, they wouldn't be wrong. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it justifies them, but they're onto the same thing we are, in some capacity. You think they're trying to do the same thing we are? No, they want to become elves, and then the J Day of Judgment. They, they said they would return to the form of their master? It's a lot to take in. And then the Day of Judgment, and then they'd see Baphomet. Baphomet? Yeah, I don't know what that means. What you say when you don't like Christmas. <laughs> so yeah, that was our night. That's crazy. Uh, well, far more adventurous than my night. My eyes are darting between, like, Landris and... Oh, what do you think of the data we got you? 
I don't have much time to look at it yet, but uh, from what I have been going through, she goes back to the computer and starts scrolling through stuff again. It's it's a lot to go through, but I think I can make this into something, a coherent argument or presentation of evidence. I think that's what great. you need to do now is we need to give me time to work on this. Then you need to figure out who you can trust this with. Because if you go to the wrong person, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't want to think about what would happen to you. This is some pretty damning stuff. All this stuff goes exactly against what they report in the news. This it's got to go high. You don't have any connections like that? Judge, judge, judges you could trust or something? I mean, oh, if it went to prosecution, I, there's people I think it would definitely be better than others. But to start this beginning process, no judge would stick their neck out at this stage. I mean, we'd probably have to do a few more missions for him, but DeWitt seems like the best choice. You really trust this DeWitt that much? Hey, he stuck, he already stuck his neck out for us to get us this information. He undermined his commanding officer to get it to us. Well, what I know about cops is that's not a thing uh, playfully done. I guess we made a good impression on him with our investigative skills. Oh, you must have talked to him without the hat and coat then, Kintaro says. What? Why? Don't diss the hat and coat. It just saved our lives. We fit in with Comet <laughs> when we walked in. <laughs> that's great. Otherwise, it would have been like, hey, look, there's those two people that are killing us. Instead, it was like, hey, look, it's doofuses and dumb hats. Let's let them in. Hmm. So you saw the High Lord of Comet. Yep. Pretty famous guy. Every time we see Alarak, he talks about him. He looks like Tar. I was half convinced he was Tar for a second. Hmm. Well, I guess you guys got more investigating to do. But can we call it a night? Yeah. It's been a long day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You coming, Kentaro? Hmm. Oh, no. I got a, a sleep bag. I'm gonna, we're going to have a sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Actually, I'm going to uh, finish this episode with Dahlia. Dahlia goes, no, I don't want to watch it anymore. He goes, but we have to find out what happens to Jack. His brother's sisters was his kids, mother's brothers. They thought he was dead. She's like, I was just passing the time, Kentaro. It's a really dumb show. (gasps) I don't even want to watch it with you anymore. (laughs) And he leaves with you. (laughs) Uh, The water is not spilled. Amazing. Paranoidly check the room for stuff. Kentaro goes, what are you being so paranoid for? Uh, I don't know. Maybe the part where uh, Soldier Nitsen's men might have our address. Oh, I guess that's something. I can't, I'm not sleeping in this armor again. Yeah, I know. You shouldn't. <laughs> you re- you really hate this armor so much, don't you? Yeah, I'm not a fan of it, no. <laughs> he gets out of it. Ugh, I'm going to go take a shower. I hate these new showers, by the way. I like the old ones. <laughs> what, the ones in the AAA base or the ones on the boat? Both used water. Have you been in the shower yet? What? Uh, no. Uh, come here. Okay. He undresses, gets in the shower, like, looks at you, like, with the most, like, hateful stare, like, here we go. Hits a button. You can see him vibrate. <laughs> it's it's very, like, it's not, when I say you can see him, it's not, like, exaggerated, like, oh, but you can just kind of see him shake, and, and then he kind of, like, stops it, and he kind of looks at you. What? What was that? It shakes the dead skin cells off of you. What? That takes all the fun out of it. I mean, the good thing is, I don't have to dry my fur, which takes, um, forever. <laughs> Let me try. Is it even fun? No. <laughs> I go stand on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> he hits it off. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real gut buster. <laughs> I'm gonna go dye my hair. Oh, here, let me help you. I just want, like, a, a stripe. A strip. Oh, I'll make you look like Not a the purple whole skunk. All right, lay on your stomach. I'm gonna go all the way down your back and your tail. Purple what? skunk, here we go. <laughs> Too late. I've already bleached you. <laughs> so we we finished doing the hair dye. Yes, I have like a stripe of it going down, pretty thin. Not even like half my hair, less. When it's done, I walk over to the mirror in the apartment and just Landris looks at himself, and he looks so very different than when this all started. Uh, looks like a whole age category older. 
His eyes are a different color. He hasn't cut his hair for like two months, so it's getting long. He's got a hood nose ring now. He just dyed his hair. There's scars all over him. Um, he's just like looking at himself, like trying to soak that all in. So you look with heavy eyes folded with wrinkles. You just feel so tired. And you look down at your shadow and you grab the glasses that you have in your pocket or you probably put on the counter when you took a shower and you put them on and you look down at your shadow and you see this suited, clownish, devilish creature and his hands are forming what looks like as if he's holding a softball and you see this shadowy black energy swirling in his hand and you see it's trailing and you follow the trail and it's coming right from your heart. He slowly sucks the energy out of your very soul. Trailblazers is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great RPG podcasts, visit our website, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? Email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. Your players have been Christian and Tim, and Caleb has been your GM. This is Johan Martins. Thanks for listening.